This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Welcome back, everyone, to the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My name is Andy. And I am PK. And we are here to read, react to, and review the original Judge Dredd progs. This episode of the podcast, episode 34, we are reviewing progs 98, 99, and 100. PK, we made it to 100. We made it to 100 issues? 100 yeah. progs? Yep, 100 wow. progs. Uh, with a couple of minor, like, you know... We, we did had, a movie episode. and We didn't quite do a movie oh, episode no, we did yet. A we did the extended universe. The Megaverse. Yeah. The Megaverse. We did our, we did our pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Talking about elf punk. Elf punk. All those good punks. There is something I missed, apparently. Um, I'm not surprised. People like to put punk after things. This is fair. But, well, I mean, I'm not necessarily bad. But no, no. Um, just stupid. And if you do it, you're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Question for you. Because we haven't seen each other in roughly like two weeks. Yeah. Have you played any more Cyberpunk? Yes, I have. How's it going? It's going pretty good. It's it's, it's the game's getting smoother. That's good. With the patches and such. I yeah. haven't had I haven't been kicked out in a while. I haven't had it closed down. That's good. Uh, less glitches. Um, I'm just having fun. I run. I haven't been doing much of the plot because you know. Oh yeah. I just run I around. I find like a, it's like a crime in progress, and I kill everyone there. See? I'm like crime stop. <laughs> I won't tell. I won't abide slavery. <laughs> Strangle slave. Um, <laughs> I'm like, sorry, children. I cannot abide slavery. What did that be? Would that be lawful evil? Like you kill. Like if someone's getting mugged, you kill both of them. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's like I won't abide mugging. <laughs> no, I won't have. I won't have crime in my town. It's you are a victim. And you'll just attract more bad guys. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be pure lawful evil. <laughs> that sounds like it. So that's good to know. I when I was playing that game for what little I did before I took a break, I as a hacker, I have to tell you, it was very much one of those like, well, women, well, ma'am, I would help, but I'm <laughs> but, uh, better at uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go talk about the, I'm gonna go hack your uh, your rare. Uh, <laughs> Upgrade materials. I really needed to upgrade my cyber. Yeah, you get a cool. You can get cool cyber decks and cool. Uh, I think really cool cyber decks. I got a pretty good one. Mm -hmm. It's an epic one. I got it from a quest. Um, How much RAM does I have? Eight With the slots. Eight. Ooh, nice. Um, and some cool quick hacks, and you know you can do some cool. You can do some cool hacking. I want to kill people with my mind. That's what you I'm can do, do that. You can turn them. On, you can turn them onto people on your side. Ooh, like that even more. Yeah, because that was my favorite thing with The Witcher when that first came out. Yeah, fucking the, uh, uh, that one Quen or whatever it was. I forget which one it was. Yeah, but... one of the one of the fucking signs. Axie. Axie, yes, Axie. And you would fucking, you could get like three people to kill each other and their damage would be boosted by like 200% and they'd just turn around and go and then kill each other. And yeah, was so it. you like, you Good can fight. like sneak up on a guy from, uh, uh, sneak up on a crime from outside and just go to the biggest, baddest motherfucker in the party and have him gun everyone else down. Oh, that sounds like fun. Okay, I'm a little more, I'm a little more into this now. Um, anyways, to Judge Dredd, PK, what do you remember about... The last time we read Judge Dredd. Oh, uh, God. Clegg, Clegghounds. Yep, yep. Uh, the judges were winning, then losing, and then winning again. Well. It seems who's winning and losing is just arbitrary. It's like, we're winning. Ah, we're losing now. Like, because they were winning. They had them pushed back to the Hall of Justice. Yes, they did. The, the clugs interfered, and they, like, now we're pushed back to our fucking secret bunker. Yep. And then, like, the city's... In, they built a giant concrete wall. Concrete curtain. Mm -hmm. Mile yeah. high around all of Mega City. Which 
the square cube losses that just you can't just do that <laughs> after they did that after the mass executions by the way oh yeah and the exodus the exodus as which well lasted about a good hour lasted maybe about a page or two um but yeah that is a, a very good point the whole like square cube law would not would not work um yeah. but but uh i did see kong versus godzilla so what the fuck am i talking about Good, dude. You saw is the movie out? I am too. Yeah, I would I say seen yeah. the trailer for it. I saw the trailer. I'm like, the trailer looks fucking cool. I fucking love, I fucking love this new monster. I love all the Godzilla. I liked all the new Godzilla movies. Okay, even the one with with uh, you know Breaking Bad and, and Kick Ass. Brian Cranston and Jesse, not Jesse. I always get him mixed up with Jesse Eisenberg or Eisenberg. Uh, I can't think what his name is, but no, the guy Kick-Ass. from Kick Ass. Yeah, Kick Ass. I mean, I liked that one. It's probably my least favorite of the series, but I liked it. That's the first one. Yeah, Kong of Skull Island was fucking beautiful. Never saw that one. That's the best one, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Is that the one with Jack Black? No, that's that's the old King Kong from, like, 2004. They're, they the, rebooted it twice. Yes, they did. The new one has Loki and Samuel L. Jackson and... What? And fucking, yeah, and fucking Dr. Steve... I thought Steve this was Bro- the same movie. No, no, there's a Kong of Skull Island that came out. Oh, my it's God. It's really good. They made... I thought the 2004 one was, like, the most recent one. No, oh, no, how did I no. miss this? That one was good with Jack Black. It was a solid, good movie. Like a B? Like a like a, a B popcorn movie? Yeah. The bug's really scary. I, sh- I I was really high when I saw it. Oh, God. With some friends. And I sharted <laughs> myself. <laughs> well, the bugs, bugs scared me. Bugs are scary. Um, There were giant bugs. I... Yeah, I can see that. I can see I can see giant bugs being scary. <laughs> and I looked down. This is a really stupid story. I don't know. But I looked down, and my shoes are on the wrong feet, so I started laughing really loud. Oh, my God, PK. Uh, I was, like, in high school. But, um... That's fair. I was thinking with, with you know, uh, some friends that we have in common. I think I know who. <laughs> um, I don't want, I'm not going to name drop anyone. No, no I'm not really name drop anyone. Feeling really high with the saw King Kong. <laughs> Getting back to... But, uh... Kong Skull Island is really good. It's my uh, favorite one of the series. It's got Samuel L. Jackson, Loki, uh, Steve Brewell is there. Why don't I know that name? Oh, fucking, I don't remember his name, but his, uh, Talladega Knights, not Will Ferrell. And not, uh... John no. C. Riley. John C. Riley? Yeah, he's oh, like a main say. character. What? I yeah, love John C. Riley. he's a fucking serious actor. I love And it's not just, he, he's, he's funny, but it's not just... Fucking play for jokes. That's uh, fucking Seamus from uh, Chicago. That's my man. Yeah. That's my boy. Um, anyway, Kong Skull Island. I think we should have a movie night and watch that one. It's a, fuck my yeah. favorite. Fuck and yeah. also the new Godzilla with, with Ghidorah and Mothra was really I good. I need to see King of Monsters. I really Godzilla did. King of Monsters was really good. I've loved all the, God, the the Tojo Godzilla movies. I've loved these movies for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the new universe, I think, is just mwah. I love it. <laughs> That's good. I'm and curious whether or not they're going to have a crossover with Pacific Rim or not. They could have Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar was, was the old giant robot from the 60s. This reminds me of the or was he an alien? You and I having a discussion in a previous podcast about the fact that the Honey, I Blew Up the Kid is a kaiju movie. <laughs> I watched Honey, I Shrank the Kid uh, like four weeks, like no, not like like a week ago. Really? Yeah, like five days or a week ago. That is so weird. It's, yeah. I, 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 Honey, I Blew Up the Kid is a, is a kaiju movie. It's a kaiju movie. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um. It's because it's the scariest thing—a giant toddler. I mean, that's why Cloverfield's so scary. Yeah. Um. Or or having uh, what's the guy's name 
in the bunker uh, in like the third Oh, movie. John Goodman. John Goodman. He's also terrifying. He's also terrifying. <laughs> in a completely different way because he's cold and calculating and insane. Yeah. But let's talk about Judge Dredd. To go back once. to Judge Dredd, the Clegghounds had cornered Judge Dredd and his resistance. Yeah, they drove him out of their bunker, right? Well, they were going into their bunker, okay. basically. And, like, and this is our last stand. Yeah. Except this storyline has 30 more issues. <laughs> There's 20 parts, we know, and we stopped last on part 9. This is going to oh be part God. 10, 11, and 12 we're looking at. Okay. So we're picking back up with part 10. Judge Cal is also there, oh, as yeah. is probably Judge Slocum, I think. And Grampus. Grampus. Judge Grampus now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Deputy Chief Deputy. Grampus. Oh, my Remember, God. He got That's promoted right. to, like, Vice President. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, Vice President Crocodile Man. Who just... His only expression is, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> just... Oh. Well, picking back up. Not even Judge Dredd can hide from the Hounds of Clegg. And we have this awesome full-page art. By the way, this oh, prog... I can't find the page. Oh, no. I okay. will say oh, this. Oh yeah, there's Judge getting his arm bit uh, off. Go, go for, this way, other, other way, other way, other. Oh, sorry, that way, that, yeah, that way. Go. Nope, nope. You're going the same way. Nope. <laughs> back. Back. Go back. Keep going. But Keep I going. See that panel. Keep going. There we are. Oh, that's okay. the beginning of it. Okay, that's so. Okay. Uh, this prog was released February third, nineteen seventy nine. Our script is by John Howard Wagner. Artist Brian Bonland, and letters are done by Thomas Frame. This, uh, this issue. Is in fact the same. The same uh, fucking credits. It's fine. That's all fine. But we have different art from what we've seen. Because I remember I saw Judge Dredd getting his arm bitten off by a Cleghound. Yes, the Cleghounds and the Cleg had burst into uh, Judge Dredd's resistance base and devoured a lot of people. And people had died already. And Judge Dredd had his entire right arm down the throat of a Cleghound. Of a Cleghound. Um, only Judge Dredd and a handful of loyal men remain to fight the power of Mega City One's new chief judge, the insane tyrant Judge Cal. Now trapped in an underground garage by Cal's alien mercenaries and their savage Cleghounds, things look grim for Dredd. And we have Judge Giant in the background with his lawgiver up, uh, and he's not shooting it because, I mean... I can't shoot! I might hit Judge Dredd! Because as Judge Dredd's arm is all the way down the, the <laughs> throat of a collector. The the art we have here though is Judge Dredd. I mean, it's pretty gruesome. Like he's yeah, got his like the mouth. Way, the way they they drew the collector, like it's sinking its uh, uh, its claws into the ground, yanking back. Yep, it's gonna really fucking hurt. Um, it's and, his arm out of socket. In the background, we've got Judge Kelso with his missing arm is being stood over by a giant Clegg. Yeah. Judge Griffin's with his mouth agape. Um, I think it's Judge Pepper in the background, perhaps, is shooting a Clegg, and there's just a big battle scene going on. He's shooting, if you look really closely, he's shooting a Clegg Hound, actually. Oh, he is shooting a Clegg Hound, because the we... The Clegg is standing over in the background. And in the previous issue, we saw that a Clegg Hound had already been taken down. So that's yeah. gonna be, that's gonna mean we have one left, and that's the one on Judge Dredd. And Judge Dredd, we get, like, a close-up of him, like, the... He's, like, trying to pull his arm off. Yeah, he's, like, giving, like, a big scream of pain, and he's thinking to himself, Fangs! Fighting deep, but the Clegg Beast made one mistake. It shouldn't have swallowed my gun hand as he blasts and fires the lawgiver pistol down the thing's throat and like, out its out back. back. Yeah, because yeah, the way it's curved. Uh, the back of the Clegg Hound explodes and its eyes are rolling back in its uh, in its head. Okay, Pretty quick question cool. though. Why didn't you do that earlier? <laughs> I mean, 
it could have been like a second, maybe. You know, that yeah, all true. happens. In, it's like combat in D and D, right? Yeah, combat. A, a turn of six seconds. It's or been something. two weeks for us. It's been like a second for them. Yeah. Moving on, we have. Uh, looks like Judge Dredd now is missing his the sleeve of his right arm. He still has oh, his yeah, pauldron. And Judge Giant are like standing. Um, they're using some kind of like looks like a laser beam or something to cut through like a wall, maybe. Oh yeah. And Giant is stand as uh, crouching over Dredd's shoulder, saying to him. Oh no! They're uh, they're taking cover and shooting. Oh see yeah! The eyes of the Clegg. You're absolutely right. He's taking cover and firing at the Clegg that are approaching. Okay, so there's there's, there's you know uh, cover based shooting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh. Here's a war. It's. I miss, I, I will say this, I miss my 360 because of Gears of War 1, 2, and 3, and I miss those games. There are two Gears of War games I just haven't played. Like, Yep. I, I think just... it was like Redemption and 4 and 5 I haven't touched. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, I mean, 1 was the best in my opinion. But anyway. Anyway. Um, so yeah, J, uh, uh, not JD, <laughs> fucking Judge Giant is saying to Judge Dredd, You okay, JD? Forget me, giant. The Clegghounds are dead, but their masters aren't. So they've killed the Clegghounds. Yep. Um, I'm going to need you, PK, to read everything on this next panel for me, please. Go ahead. I want to paint the picture of the panel. Do I want... Uh, I, just... I would read the... the read the read the, narr the narration, describe, then read the voices. Outside, Cal's alien mercenaries... Outside, Cal's alien mercenaries performed a garish <laughs> dance of death. A garish dance of death. The, so go ahead and you describe what's happening... <clears throat> <laughs> All the Clegg yep. are lined up, tap dancing, looking. Yep. Uh, they look more cartoonish and goofier, but still staring with those scary fucking eyes. Yeah. And they're like, just like, they're kicking their feet and they're kind of just rhythm, rhythmly, with rhythm, tossing their arms around. Yep, yep. There's a very excited Clegg in the background with his mouth open and hands yeah. in the air. He's like doing jazz hands. Yep. And they're all, uh, they all are their, wielding their big, like, laser rifles and they are saying, Slicey, 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 oncey, twicey, claw and fangle, kill dread nicely. Meaty, beady, chop them neatly, death or glory, no retreaty. <laughs> As they all charge, mouths open, looking far scarier than the, than the other panel. And they all go charging forward, yelling, Clegg hail! Clegg hail! Yeah. Running towards the screen. Um, Judge Cal was supervising the operation, and we have Judge Cal is now, like, watching the Clegg go in from the opposite direction. He's, like, direction. doing that little, that little clap thing. Yeah, he's doing, like, the, ooh, ooh, how cute. Oh, nice. And Judge Slocum, with his, uh, his regular skull on his helmet, is uh, kind of whispering into his ear. But Judge Cal is saying... What lovely, what love, what, you got it, almost, almost. <laughs> what lovely boys they are, so delightfully murderous. <laughs> Perhaps I should have been born a Clegg, eh, Slocum? You, uh, you're too good looking, Chief Judge. And PK, I need you to describe what's going on here. <laughs> what is this fucking face? Remember how we talked about like Judge Cal's face is super expressive, expressive face. He is truly a, a, a he's the opposite of a Clegg. Opposite of Judge Dredd as well. Yeah, but go like, ahead and describe what's going on. He just has like this big stupid grin. I was like, mm, like how you pull your chin in a little bit. Like, yep. And the eyebrows are raised. Like he's like, he's mm. <laughs> like, mm. how kind, Slocum. I like you. So. Yeah. I don't know what to compare this face to. I don't know how to... It's, it's it's kind of the... I don't even know. It's almost hinting at, like, doughy eyes in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's just like... Oh, it's so... 
so purely accepting this compliment right now. It's so weird. Um, and, and you'll see he doesn't take compliments very well in the future here. Okay. Um, inside the garage, Dred's men were losing. <laughs> so it's great. Great narrative. <laughs> they were losing. They're just losing. They were losing. <laughs> They're busy losing. Um, and they are... We have a bunch of uh, of the tutors and Dread, again, still missing his like right arm sleeve all yeah. the way up to his pauldron, are all firing from behind cover at the massive Clegg that are charging in. Oh, that guy got shot in the face. Yeah, well, somebody's getting shot in the face um, in the background. And the Clegg are all chanting still. Slicey, slicey, oncey, twicey. As they like, approach from... Because they're, uh, they're hiding behind cover. Yep. Fall back to the sub-garage. It's our only chance. Ah! Aye. And now uh, we have a, a gentleman who is a tutor. We can tell because of his uniform. Yeah, he's got the, the, the giant shield on his chest. He is on his knees with his, uh, his hands clasped together in like a pleading uh, expression. Oh, he's, oh, I thought he was praying, yeah. He might be praying or pleading. Um, and Ju uh, Judge Dredd says to him, I gave you an order, Judge Jonas. What's the use, Dredd? They'll get us wherever we go. Don't you understand? We're finished! Done for! Kaput! Game over, man! Game over, man! Game over! To which, uh, Judge Dredd... <laughs> he smacks him one! He fucking backhands him across the face, and he falls into Judge Giant's arms. That's defeatist talk! Drock you! Take him, Giant! And he cracks him in the face. I got him, JD! As, like, Judge Giant just catches him. Um, oh, yeah, that guy's getting slapped. I'm gonna get my hands open to catch him. Now, PK, I'm gonna need you to give me uh, a painting with words, and I'm gonna need you to do a voice, because you've done it before. Uh, describe what's going on here. Okay, alright. What's this guy's voice? Uh, let's, let's paint the scene first. Re yeah, paint the scene first. So, we have this judge we've never seen before. A, a yep. tutor. He's got the distinctive like shield yep. on his chest and the and the double wings from the eagle mm -hmm. over each shoulder. Because uh, on a normal dr uh, drudge, they have uh, just the one pauldron, and yeah. the other one's like a regular kind yeah. of pauldron. They're like they're like uh, uh, they're not uh, attached. Uh, no, what's the word when something's the same on both sides? Oh, uh, um, not identical, but I know what you're trying to say. I, they're. Asymmetrical. Yeah, they're asymmetrical. Jesus. And these guys have symmetrical-looking uh, outfits. Um, um, this judge, though... He looks like fucking... Uh, oh, God. Like what's a, that? old Burt Reynolds? Yeah, like an old Burt Reynolds. <laughs> but, like, what's that guy from, like, Death, Death Wish and... Charles Bronson. I was going to say, Charles Bronson. I could see that. He looks, He's like, got he the, looks like a young Charles Bronson. Okay. Got the thick mustache. Yeah, he's got thick mustache, squinty eyes, and, and he's, he's kind of glaring. And he's clutching his, his shoulder like as though in pain. And uh, if you want to look over what he says before you say it, go for it, because it'll give you a hint of how he uh, is. Yeah, go for it. Welcome back. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're, his name we're, we're back here. Yep. We're back to this. Keep it's going. It's happening. It's happening. I wounded bad, Judge Dredd. I hold him here. Give you time, okay? It is written that way, folks. It is written to okay. Okay. Gif. Gif. G e e f. Wounded bad. Um, judge to which uh, Judge Dread like grimaces, is lo uh, looking over his shoulder at uh, this judge, this new man we've never met. Yeah, remember the new guy. <laughs> Die well, Judge Fernandez. You will be remembered. I like that line. Die well. Um. But I think it's hilarious that, like, 
This one's for you, Morph! Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's such that. That guy's been my best friend. <laughs> we just been my best friend for 20 years. Yeah. I love this man like a brother, damn it. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> for, 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 Fergie. Fernandez. Fernan- Fernan- Fernandez. <laughs> and Fernando? Fernandez. For, we see now Fernandez goes charging in with a hail of bullet streams going into his body. Yeah. Um, as he's taking up, uh, firing from the hip, charging forward, yelling. <laughs> Come on, you stinking sons of armadillos. Judge Ju- <laughs> <laughs> You almost got there. Judge Julio Fernandez. He still got plenty of steam. Ah! <laughs> As he gets blown to pieces. Steel. Yup. Still got plenty of steam. That is that is how it is written, folks. It is <laughs> clear, a very clear, like racial Mexican stereotype. I fucking love this comic so much. It's so bad. We're back to Chico and Che again. Yeah. Do you think he's Chico and Che's father? That well. Uh, that's a very fair point, but usually it's their surname that they're named after. Oh, that you're they, right. That, like, Judge Dredd, his Dredd. last name is Because it's Joe Dredd. And uh, you have, like, Judge Giant. That's his last name is Giant. Um, our next panel, though, shows the judges and tutors are getting into a torpedo-shaped, bullet-shaped, uh, six-wheeled, like, giant rover, I can only describe yeah, it, it as. Like, like an a, APC. Like ATV, APC-looking thing. Uh, oh. It looks pretty cool. And it's, uh, It kind of gives me some uh, flashbacks. Of the Land Raider, no, not the oh, Land Raider, but what's the other thing that they use a lot? In the Killdozer. I don't know if it's Killdozer or not, but it's it's very much like a like a a six wagon, six wheeled six wheeled gigantic bullet. Yeah, yeah. Looks and like something from Thunderbirds. I could see that. Uh, inside the sub garage, a concealed exit ramp was swinging down. All aboard! Come on, hurry up! Get her ready, giant. A giant is at the wheel. Mm-hmm. And now we see the bullet-shaped uh, vehicle just zoom out the uh, swinging down ramp door. Okay, giant. Go, go, go! This giant. Amen to that, baby. And now uh, I need you to describe this next panel for me because it's just fan- It's so good. I love it so much. It's just... <laughs> it's just Chief Justice Cal and Judge Slocum... Like noticing the like, like oh what as they're just watching this happen in yeah. front of them basically, and Cal has this look of like, like pure indignation. Oh yeah, perfect word for it too. Indignation. His mouth is open like like he's gasping and like yeah. how could they? And Slocum's like gesturing with his hand like you see, I dude, Chief Judge, look, they're getting away. And Judge Cal, of course, they what? <laughs> they did. We got one. Put it on the board. Uh, as the road liner. Oh, I didn't say it earlier, but I think uh, that stinking son of armadillos line of the line of the issue. Uh, that's a very a very good guess. Honestly. Die good is also die, die well is also die there, well is a also contender for me. You would think that those would be it, right? Um, so that's a fair point, and you are correct. That is the line of the episode. Um, <laughs> As the roadliner sped through the city, a red alert went out to all Justice Department units, and we see the roadliner, or what they describe as the roadliner, this bullet-shaped vehicle, zooming up one of those uh, free, well, not, what do they call it, flyovers. Yeah. And it is going up into a covered tunnel that wraps around a starscraper, right? And it zips into there just as a hovering judge vehicle, we can assume, flies overhead mm-hmm. to miss it, you know, just in time. I, uh, I think uh, this is Judge Giant first. Go for it. Hover ship ahead. 
Go and then uh, they drive into the tunnel. Yep, the covered tunnel. Yep. I think I, I think I made the tunnel before they saw us. I hope you're right, giant. And uh, again, PK, draw me a picture with words. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's just four judges judges in the back of this. Uh, what's it called? A uh, uh, road liner. A road liner. That's kind of a cool name. Yep. Uh, and they're just in the back of it uh, somewhere. I'm assuming inside the judge judge getting his arm bandaged up. Yep. And is that Judge Griffin? I can't quite tell. Is he doing equations? It on is. The, uh, it is in on, fact Judge Kelso. Judge Kelso. He's just doing some math on a chalkboard. <laughs> By doing some math, like calculus, like he's got yeah, okay, a yeah. full wall. He has the full chalkboard wall filled with these equations. Yep. And he is saying, "I'll have you read uh, read for him if you'd like." <laughs> Actually, you know what? Take that back. I I'm gonna read for him because you have to read the next line. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I've been doing some calculations, man. Considering that Cal has 200 more hover ships, and considering the observation points at all major intersections, and not forgetting, as another judge interrupts him, who is, uh, I think it's Judge Pepper interrupts him. You're not teaching class now, Cal, so skip the hocus pocus. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There you There's go. the line. There you go. That's the other one. Skip the hocus pocus. Just give us the facts. <laughs> give us the facts, damn it. Um, Judge Kelso, uh, many of the dreads, and uh, the narration says, many of dreads men were tutors from the Academy of Law. Judge Kelso is like looking with this cool scar over his eye. He does look like a cool guy who does a lot of math. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason to be so rude, Pepper. I was only going to say that our chances of survival are a million to one against. To which uh, Judge Giant uh, exclaims, or <laughs> Looking comments. so deadpan, yeah, like, like oh, great. Thanks, baby. I needed some cheering up. <laughs> so, good news, right? Um, <laughs> Never tell me the odds! <laughs> so, we have Judge Cal is, we see now Judge Cal is in one of his hover ships, and he's like yelling at the pilot from over his shoulder. Um, backseat driving. Backseat driving, of course. Judge Cal had summoned his own personal hover ship, Justice One. And soon, we have a gentleman talking, uh, who's like talking over Cal's shoulder. Who's watching the pilot. Yep. So they this guy, were, this driving guy's really annoying. Yeah. They were spotted entering the Trans-Ohio Tunnel, Chief Judge. They'll be coming out any second. The Trans-Ohio Tunnel. Yeah. Yep. Write that one down. Excellent, you gunner. Oh, that's the gunner. <clears throat> yep. Out! Out! Out and brush the seat before you go. I don't want to catch any of your germs. Yeah, he's just more likable by the second, right? <laughs> and now we have a really cool kind of um, a uh, what's the, what's the it reminds me of the Star Wars like that that like the pod uh, that yeah, comes the, below the, the, uh, on the, uh, the Falcon. Millennium Falcon where he's like down in the in the quad laser pod. Yep, a quad laser pod. It, they're called. I listen. I did a deep dive on those quad lasers. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon is highly illegally armed with these quad laser cannons. I did not know this. Yeah, uh, we have a, we have a friend in common who told me all about it one time. That makes sense, honestly. He loves he loves Star Wars. That makes a lot of sense. Um, someone says to Cal as he is looking down. Uh, he's looking down over the cityscape, and there's the flyover, and the uh, roadliner is zipping out of the tunnel. It said they say, "Here they come, sir." At last, that swindler is going to get what he deserves, and I, Cal, am going to give it to him. <laughs> and uh, we have the road is basically being exploded by this laser or gun of some kind. Yeah. 
And it looks like one of those old B fifty two flying fortresses with like oh, the, yeah. the bubble the bubble turrets. Yep, I can totally see that. I can. To- it's very UFO ish in a way. Yeah. Um, nineteen like forties UFO ish. Nineteen forties. Yeah. Um, the road swerve giant swerve. <laughs> the road giant swerve. <laughs> you got it, JD. And now Slocum is uh saying to Cal over his shoulder again as the roadliner like turns around and like goes the back way the way it came on the road. Mikhail is saying uh, first, sorry. Look at them turning. See? See? They think they're going to get away from me. They don't know you, sir. And now, uh, PK, go for it, yeah. He's going nuts. He, that fucking face. It is the, Every like... Every picture of him is so fucking perfect. Yeah, it's... You have to like, be looking in a mirror to draw this well. It really is, like, photorealistic in a way. Of, of Except him, it's a fucking insane cartoon. Uh, he's, but he's like throwing his head back with his eyes rolling oh, back, yeah. laughing yeah. maniacally, and he is screeching. I imagine, or they don't like they don't know you very. They don't know you, sir. <laughs> yeah. No, no, indeed. I am. Am I not without mercy? Am I not the cruelest man who ever lived? <laughs> and now we have a cool like overhead shot of like oh his shadowed face. As he He's gives like the line, getting into it, slicey, slicey, oncey, twicey, is just firing down upon them. And he's blowing up the road from the other side. Oh shit! So the flyover is being basically severed. Yeah, on so each it's side. gonna fucking go into freefall and collapse. And uh, the the road, it's gone as the roadliner plummets towards the earth. Um, Judge Kelso is upside down. As is Judge Dredd and Judge Giant. And yeah, because they're like all just free falling in this. It's like that scene in Anchorman Two. I never saw Anchorman oh, Two. Oh god, there's a part where like they, they're in this RV and like Boy. they talk about all the dangerous things in the RV. Like that, the stuff on the ceiling. It's like, oh, where'd you get those that that aquarium full of scorpions? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> oh, your bowling ball collection's here too. Ah, yes. And that deep fryer's been installed. Oh my god. So it's been like five minutes sitting this scene up. <laughs> and then the RV goes flying off a cliff. Oh my god. <laughs> like it all. It ha- exactly what happens is what you think would happen. I mean, honestly, my first thought would be like, that goes like tumbling, tumbling way too long lands on, like, another road, and then they cut inside, and they're all just fine. Like, there's no... The deep fryer isn't even disturbed. The scorpions are fine. That That's the joke I think would happen. They do one solid of, like, bowling balls hitting people in the face. Okay, that's fair. Scorpions flying <clears throat> around. Um, but this roadliner is coming towards Earth, and Judge Kelso is, yell- is saying, oh, t- taking, our eight th- taking our height at 8,000 feet, and the rate of, ow, descended at 32 feet per second, uh, our chances of... Forget it, baby! Judge Giant's like pushing the panel away. Yep, and now the the last panel here is from the outside of the roadliner as it's just plummeting. Yeah, and Judge like just ju- down. Judge Giant gets the last word. Go for it. Just call. Forget it, baby. Just call my peppy and tell him I ain't gonna be home for supper. That's that, a good line too. That is a good line. Next prog, the crash. So, PK, let's look at this real quick. Prog 98, The Day the Law Died, Part 10, Slicey Dicey, Oncey Twicey. That's the name of the fucking prog. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, settings and places. We are still, we still got to see the underground garage where Dredd and his Dreadists have been hiding from Cal. Uh, we don't really know where this is located. We assume it is in Sector 1, 
because that was where the executions were taking them out. They have the Trans-Ohio tunnel. tunnel. from Michigan to Ohio. Well, we or, don't know... From where they are to Ohio, the Ohio area. So I bring this up. Somewhere in Mega City 1 is the Trans-Ohio Tunnel, which we can assume spans the length of Ohio, which, according to the recent map shown by Cal before the public executions, is part of Mega City 1, possibly Sector 1. So it could be going from, like, Michigan over to, like... Uh, Maybe Indiana it's or a, New York-ish a, area. A Trans-Ohio tunnel implies that maybe they, it's a tunnel, so maybe they go under one of the lakes or something. I mean, maybe, but it was above ground. You're right. It might dip down at some other point. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. It looked like it was above ground the whole time, so, I mean, perhaps it goes over the lake. Oh, Because yeah, they just built over top of it, maybe. That's a good idea, too. Um, characters. We have Judge Jonas. Uh, shown without a helmet, indicating that he is one of the tutors of the Academy of Law. Jonas gives up and tries to surrender the, to the clank before uh, he is bitch-slapped by Judge Red. He is nice. fucking close. That's defeatist talk. Like, and I don't have a de- foot fetish. I, I could have gone the rest of my life without hearing about his de foot fetish. Um... <laughs> We have Judge Julio Fernandez <laughs> and the racist Mexican stereotype that makes a triumphant return with Judge Fernandez, who gets introduced and killed within two panels. This one's for you, more. It's such that. I it's, love that you referenced that. It's a great reference. Uh, Judge Kelso also appears to be a mathematical genius, we now know. He's yeah, a, that might be his, uh, his subject his at the uh, Academy of Law. Um, items, technology of note, we have Judge Cal has a personal, personal hover ship called Justice One. And they refer to the vehicle used by Dread's Resistance as a road liner. It looks like it fills the entire road. I've been thinking about the purpose of this vehicle. Could yeah. it be like, if there's a chase going on and there's no chance to get around this vehicle, it fills the entire road? I don't know. This could be a British slang reference for a bus. Because oh, they do call too. they call them liners, I think. But I couldn't find too much evidence of a road liner, specifically with Britain Transit. So, do you think Justice One is a reference to Air Force One? It, it probably is. It uh-huh. probably is the, the Justice One, the Air Force One. I never yeah. even thought about that, but that's very likely. Terrible slang, made up words, Judge Red one-liners. Oh, no. How kind of you, Slocum. I like you. <laughs> like, he gets one every fucking, every fucking issue. Cal like, gets, like, a hilariously weird line. I think we should keep it professional, sir. That's so... And then have another one. Die well, Judge Fernandez. You will be remembered. Okay. It's been a while since Dredd's finally gotten the line. Like, it's been... It's yeah, all, it's all been Cal. Yeah. So, yeah. I like that. Uh, but the, the the number one has to go to... Come on, you you stinking sons of armadillos. And we also have a Vader counter. We're up to one on this issue. Oh, yeah. And Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Which we assume is a future version of the catchphrase Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. I'm also a fan of, you know... Uh, I also really like... Forget it, baby. Just call my pappy and tell him I ain't gonna be home for supper. Like that giant, we don't need to have a line in this moment. It can just be like, "Well, we're screwed," you know. That 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 just speaks to me about Giant's character. Though. It really is. He's, He's very much. I'm about to die, but I'm gonna get a quick quip in. <laughs> it's very true. He's very quick witted. Monsters. We I have love Clegg- Judge Giant. One of my favorite judges. On, well, we don't. We haven't had many that survive. Honestly, uh, my true. favorite outside of Dread probably has to be Judge Griffin. Just because he's a Judge fucking Griffin badass. Judge Griffin is fucking badass. And he's true. not like... He doesn't really have a, a gimmick other than the fact he just looks like a fucking badass. Although I love his design. Um, monsters this issue. We have Clegghounds who have all been killed. Or we've seen three of them killed. We don't know if the Clegg have more than three. Yeah, they, they brought three to track that one time. We don't know. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. 
Clegg performed Dances of Death, I guess? I liked that, actually. I didn't like the dance itself. It was a little stupid. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, a haka, kind of? Yeah, I was thinking very, very tribal, very ritualistic, very, like... Because they seem to be very... I'm going to compare them to the Krogan again. I was literally going to go for the Krogan. They're very, like, war-based society. They're very... Yeah, they're very war-based society. Now they're mercenaries, because yep. they love fighting that much. You know, that happened in... in to humans, too. There are Germanic tribes. Yep. In Europe, who are like oh, we just want to be hired out as mercenaries because we just want to wage war all the time. Yeah, and we can't within our own country. It's a very good, and they're Krogan or lizard-like as well. Man, yeah. that's like a really good comparison. And it just seems honestly, very, very the, they have all this cool like laser guns and shit, but the, they're also very tribal. Yeah, and very primal. I think that's cool as fuck. <laughs> I like those two things combined. That's why I really like the Krogan. That's uh, very fair. I like. Uh, they're it, very fucking. It's the it's the future, so it's sci-fi. They have these very primal tribal rituals. Krogan are cool. Nothing will for me top the ge- the relationship between the the Geth and uh, what are uh, they called? The 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 the, the, the Korian. People. The Korians. Um, I love that relationship. I, I love too. that so much. Um, moving on, world building. Cal is proving to be a funny-ish villain, and his expressive face just makes it all the much better. Honestly. I am liking Cal more and more with every issue because his expressive face. The detail of his face, mm-hmm. the dark humor that surrounds him. Yeah, he's it's, he does such. He's, a, he's a hilarious but very dangerous. It's it's one of those things like you keep wondering where can he go from here? Like how much more worse can it get? Right, which I want to bring up with you in a moment. Oh. Um, Judge Pepper and Kelso, we also know as well as Griffin, have survived the Clegg attack, so they're still accounted for. Judge Cal has a personal hovership, which we know about now, but there's not a lot of world building this episode. But I want to mention something. Dredd and his gang are in quite a pinch at the end of the issue. Yeah, they're falling off a skyscraper. Plummeting 8,000 feet in its drop from the flyover roadway. At 32 feet per second, and like, uh, with, uh, I mean, they might reach uh, uh, maximum velocity at one point. Oh, they're they're going to, because here's an idea. To give you that number some perspective, the current tallest building in the world is... Uh, that that skyscraper in in uh, Rwanda? No. Wakanda. That's what Waka- you're looking up. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it's that giant. You know what it is. It's that giant uh, hotel in. It's in Mission Impossible Five. I've never seen Mission Impossible Five, but you know it though. It is the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Dubai. Yep. Uh, the Burj Khalifa. This tallest building in the world stands at a total height of two thousand seven hundred and twenty-two feet or 829.8 meters. This roadway, from which we can tell, is not even close to the tops of the buildings in Mega City 1, is almost three times higher than the world's tallest building today. Holy crap. That really puts into perspective just how dense the cityscape is, and it reminds me of, very much of, like, Ravnica from Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Like, the city-spanning, oh, the, the, the planet-spanning city. Oh. It's just been built on top of each other, oh, on top of each other. City. I love it. I love it so much. Um, also, I, I googled it. Free-falling for 8,000 feet would take roughly 20 seconds on Earth, which is not a lot of time to react so, so it's time enough to say tell you tell everyone that you won't get go dinner with your pappy. It's like you know, get a quip. Uh, yeah, to get one good quip in. It reminds me of the the Mitch Hedberg joke. I didn't yell for it because I was too busy mumbling. Ain't no way it's gonna hit him. <laughs> Ain't no way this ball's gonna hit him. <laughs> it reminds me of that shit. Um, but like, oh god. Yeah, because okay, so the rate stuff fall. It's like what? It's it's doubled every 
few seconds. Until it reaches maximum maximum velocity. Yeah, yeah. until it reaches maximum velocity. Yep. And then... I mean, yeah, it's going to fucking suck. I don't know how you're going to survive a fall from 8,000 feet in what effectively is a giant metal can. Yeah. Um, so... You can fucking turn into grape jelly. PK, we are at part 10 <laughs> of our 20-part, like, arc. Where's this going? I don't know. There, every issue was the last issue. Yeah. Every fight is the, we, this is it, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's time I, for the final stand. My nerves are fucking shot, Andy. It's, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, we're on Final Fantasy what now? Like, it's... <laughs> uh, when are we going to get to the final, final fantasy? I, no, I, 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 I... It's a joke for me. I just... I just... My nerves are shot. It's like... This is our. This is the battle. This determines everything. <laughs> this determines this. This one for real. It's, this is where it all comes down, and then things kicked into fourth <laughs> gear. That's literally what this is. A Mexican armada with tomato-based weaponry, <laughs> and then old women Vikings attack. It's literally that shit. Two brothers. There's just two brothers. There's two brothers. Um, death count. This issue. All three Clegg Hounds have been killed. We've yes. seen one of the previous issues and this issue. And apparently the Clegg only had three, I guess. Um, but we also have to give a fair salute to Judge Julio Fernandez, killed by the Clegg, long may he reign, along with all the other countless judges we, that have been introduced and killed immediately. When I first started designing, I knew it was going to give him a, a, uh, a Charles Bronson voice, but then I read what he was saying. I was like, oh, no, yeah, that's what they did. It's one of those things you're like, oh, we're going here, okay? Oh, we're doing that one. Is there anything else you want to bring up or mention on the I don't, part I don't know. They're gonna fucking, does it have parachutes on it? Does, can it fly? Because I don't know what we're going to fucking do. It's a very good They're question. They're going to die. So here's a question. Supposing that they don't die, where do we go from here? Like what's what's the the it's, fighting okay, cow? So, I said every issue is our final issue. I I think every other issue is because it's like every issue we're gonna raise our resistance and fight and we, and then we and 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 then we fight and we lose. We go away. We raise our resistance. We fight. It's just so I think it's another <laughs> hunker down, raise our resistance, go and fight. <laughs> what is Cal gonna do in the meantime though? Because he's already threatened everyone with executions. Performed. I mean, the executions oh. went on for hours. He's he, he made said, the entire place into a prison. He sentenced his execution warning. He's like, I'm going to make you all suffer. Yep. I think this is going to be like strange. Like I said earlier, I think this is going to be strange new laws. Like, you have to wear one pink shoe. Oh, uh, everyone, I can see that. Everyone has to, has to have, you know, uh, a, a beating on Monday morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. The fun stuff, right? Go right yeah. to the beatings. Um, so, if you're not, if you don't shave your mustache exactly... You know, four inches. Oh my god! Then you get beat with a tennis racket for five hours. You think he's gonna go with the blonde hair, blue eyes stuff like Hitler did, basically? I was thinking more ridiculous, more insane. Okay, I could see that kind of more idiocracy version of it then. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? I thought that wasn't insane. That idiocracy is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, do you want to move on to Prague '99? Always. Okay, picking up with Prague '99, the day that Law died, Part Eleven, the crash. This is uh, this prog was released February tenth, nineteen seventy nine. Script is by T. B. Grover, John Wagner pseudonym. Uh, artist Mike McMahon. Letters by Thomas Frame. And we're picking right back up where it left off last issue. Oh with yeah, this the is the Roadliner plummeting. It's actually going through another flyover. Believe it or not. Holy shit! Yeah, it broke right through it. Jesus, um, are they made of cardboard? Uh, well, it's like a giant metal. It is. Yeah, though it's like a it's like a road, but. 
I don't know how these roads are suspended. We never see... It's always just, like, suspensionless roads. Oh, yeah, maybe that's why the brakes are easy. The, the pillars are very few and far between. It seems like such and a... And use all that concrete to build the wall. <laughs> the roads were there before the wall, I think. Yeah, they had, well, they had to take pillars down, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, to destroy the roads, build the wall. Oh, what's it, Rob Peter to pay Paul? Um, Mega City 1, City of the Future. Hey, that's that's one we haven't had in a while. You're right. Mega City 1, City of the Future, where no life is safe from the new chief judge, the insane Judge Cal. Now, with his own hands, Judge Cal has fired the shots that send Judge Dredd and his men plunging towards instant death. <laughs> um, it, uh, the bolden words, what have you. Um... And, uh, uh, that first one's got to be Dread, because the second one's definitely Judge uh, Yes, Dry. it is. We're heading straight for City Bottom. <laughs> Holy smoke! Pappy never told me I didn't life as a pancake! Weren't you just talking about going to dinner <laughs> with your Pappy? It's, uh... We're after the quips, Judge Giant! Uh, yeah. yeah. We got more quips. We got 20 mm -hmm. seconds worth of quips to go here. Um, you would think that'd be the line. <laughs> You're wrong. Oh, no! Um... Inside the plunging roadliner, we have uh, what looks like Judge Dredd, Judge Griffin, Judge Giant, and in the background is clearly Judge Schmaltz, who's still alive oh somehow. Oh my god! His, we can tell because of his balding head yeah. and his very, like, disturbed expression. He looks like Kevin from The Office. He looks a lot like Kevin from The Office, yes. Just put Wait him in a judge uniform, yeah. not quite as overweight. Yeah. Less chilly. Um, <laughs> and this is... This is Judge Dredd saying this. Oh my god! Judges, Cal has won. I weep. I weep for my city. Well, he's a quiet, dignant way to face death. But that's a fucking line. I weep for my Judge city. Judge Cal has won. We're all about to die. I mean, yeah, he's not very optimistic. <laughs> to which Judge Giant responds. Suit yourself, JD. As the, as the, 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 the... <laughs> Roadliner. Roadliner. Yep. Uh, we, but for, but for me... But me, I'm weeping for me. As they go plunging towards the earth. And crash. Yeah. I thought something was going to happen. <laughs> Andy, this whole time, I thought, I don't know, fucking Spikes have a run and jump out with a parachute and save them. Spikes is definitely dead. he's done that before. He has done that before. Uh, that was just Judge Dredd, though. This is an entire well, giant I bus. Mean, Maybe it was maybe Tweak would help him. Maybe Tweak. Know. He's gone back to his home planet though, and we see this crash, and there are bodies in the crash. There's yeah. like multiple bodies being blown away. Um, no one could have lived through this. It's. I mean, the wheels. There's no. There's. It's, how is there 15 more volumes of Judge Dredd? It's one of those things like you see the you see the you see the the, the Death Star explosion, and you're like, okay, that was that was it. That was the whole like no. Did they were they building a second Death Star? Was that what it was? They did build a second Death Star. Okay, when I was a kid, I for some reason thought, oh, they didn't blow it up all the way. That's stupid. No, they're no, building yeah, a second that, one. the second one was they were they were building a whole new one. Okay, I'm very stupid. I haven't watched that movie in a very long time. Um, but no, there's like there's like no way you survived this shit. There's like yeah. no way. The, um, the 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 roadliner is completely it's in no big parts. Yeah, and we see now that uh, Judge Cal has pulled up in his uh, Justice One. Uh, what's it called? Uh, hover vehicle, uh, I guess. Justice One, the hover vehicle, the yep. gunship. Or gunship, whatever. yes. Uh, Cal's personal hover ship floated down. Why didn't I just read that? <laughs> Cal's personal hover ship floated down, and we have him and Judge Slocum are kind of like standing on a uh, what's it called? Like a plat, like a lowered, yeah, like platform. a lowered like gunning platform or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're looking down into just the hole in the pavement, um, and there are dead 
judge bodies on the ground from yeah, inside this. At least two. Yeah, and uh, Judge Cal is saying, holding a handkerchief to his nose. Because uh, he's a fucking cartoon character. Well, he's a comic book character. He's, he's literally a comic book character. Uh, they've crashed right through the road. Ah! What's that stinking stench? Sickening. Oh, what's that sickening stench? That's the old Ohio River down there. They used to call it the Big Smelly. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, yeah, we're there. We have arrived at peak dread right now. The Big Smelly. Call it the Big Smelly. They used to call it the Big Smelly. It got so polluted they had to concrete it over. He's called the Big Smelly. The Big Smelly. Who named a four-year-old? I, I mean, we're we had the tutti frutti virus, right? Um. Uh, oh so Cal no. has his handkerchief over his nose, and the Clegger behind him looking on, and there are there are judges in the background that are like kicking over the yeah, bodies, like inspecting the bodies roughly. Yeah, with their feet. Yeah. And Cal is saying as he looks into the hole in the earth. The big smelly, a fitting end for that stinker dread. Continue on. Oh my god. Yep. Gentlemen, I feel inspired to mark this occasion with a poem. I call it, Ode Said to a Dead Dread. Now, that's good rhyming. Take your time. Take Uh, your time with this. (laughs) The image, by the way, is Judge Cal standing at the edge of this precipice. Pursed out. Like and he's like pointing, like you got what you deserve. Like yeah. He's got that little like whiny face on as he looks down. <sighs> okay, go we'll for do it. this without laughing, Andy. You know what, PK? All right. <laughs> I I don't believe you for a moment, but go for it. Oh, dread! Whoa, dread! Nowhere left to go, dread! All alone and so dead in the big smelly, all mouth and no head. You put on quite an axe, Dread. Uh-huh. That's uh. Uh, uh, now you've got B.O. Dread in the big smelly. <laughs> so, well done. I'm proud of you. That was a hard one to make it through. For me, even. <laughs> and he turns around to a, the group of judges who are with him, including Judge Slocum, and he, and he has the look on his face of... Well! He's <laughs> like, fucking... Uh, Was it the most amazing thing you've ever heard? And Slocum is doing the stage whisper to one of his fellow judges. The madman wants us to applaud that rubbish. So clap! He's crazy enough to have us all killed. Oh, God. And now the judges erupt into, Bravo! Yeehaw! Wowie! Wowie! They're they're clapping and jumping and cheering. Way too far the other direction. Like, way over the top. Yeah. Um, And Judge Slocum has got this shit-eating grin on his face, laughing and smiling. Forgive us, Chief Judge. For a moment, we were uh, stunned by the brilliance of your wit. And now we have a big panel of showing the the, the sleek backed hair yeah. and curls. Yeah, the full, the gentle curls and the in the in the sleek backed hair and the oh, the, the angular prominent nose and eyebrows and it's it's Julius Caesar come to life. Really. Yeah, and he's uh, Judge Cal's looking into the 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 camera as it were, kind of uh, stoically saying to us. Judges, today is the third happiest day of my life. Today I've met my greatest enemy and slain him. Let them be celebrating the like of which the city has never seen. Let every citizen share in the greatness of, and glory of Cal. Soon on citywide television, we have a news anchor and a, a cameraman on MCTV. 
And behind him uh, on the screen are written in giant bold font, no laws. Oh my god. If you want to read for your uh, 1970s news reporter, if you'd like. Uh, uh, soon on Citywide Television. And as a token of his special favorite, Jeff, Chief Judge Callas decreed that there will be no laws for the next 24 hours. Oh, it's the purge. <laughs> We're purging, baby. Citizens are free to do as they wish with no fear of arrest. And now the camera's off and the, the news anchor is talking to the cameraman, he says. Wow, it's hard to believe only a grave lunatic would make crime legal. He yeah. talks like that all the time. I mean, Even uh, off camera. He literally was going to execute you. You just weren't high up oh, in line. Yeah. Everyone was supposed to be executed except for judges. Literally everyone. And the cameraman responds, Yeah, crazy. It'll be a free-for-all out there. Uh, and then, next panel. But on the streets, it was a different story. And PK, if you want to describe what's going on here, I'd appreciate it. Go for it. We have Judge... Uh, I think that's a new one in the bottom. That it's is... A, a crowd of judges, and one of them is definitely Judge... Quincy. Uh, Quincy. How do we know this? Because he's standing around wearing <laughs> his boots, his helmet... And a pair of polka dot boxers. And that's it. And that's all. And it, he's looking at a... a they love this, this joke. They love this joke. We've gotten it like almost once every prog. It's, I love this joke. It's It's been going on for like 10 progs now. I'm not done laughing at it. It's, it's still pretty funny that he just keeps showing up in the background. Still mostly naked. Just be in the background. It's Hollywood. I've come to Hollywood. It's just Hollywood. Oh yeah, it's just the Hollywood. It's a background joke. Um... Also, he's looking, Judge Quincy is looking at a screen that says, uh, video facts, and it says, break the law, it's official, <laughs> on it. And one of the judges is saying to another judge up close here who appears to be named, I have it written down here. Jenna? Uh, it is Jennings. Jennings, okay. Um, so a judge is saying to Jennings. I've never seen the streets so, uh, so deserted. All the blinds are down and flags are half-mast for dread. Cal ain't gonna like this. So, no one's breaking the law. Right, everyone's staying home because they're sad that they're, the hero, the titular Judge Dredd has died. And also, I mean, they were just, like, all, all set to be, to be executed. executed. By this, yeah. And just spent probably, whoever knows how many b weeks, they said three weeks building the wall, so people died a they're lot. They're tired. They want to stay home. <laughs> Who would the fuck would go outside during the purge? Yeah, also, like... Yeah, you don't put people into fucking this, these these camps to build this wall and then kill everyone and then say, "Oh, now purge." No one's gonna do no shit. No one trusts you, right? Yeah, now. no, like go purge. I won't do anything. It's like, mm, don't. So, uh, at the Hall of Justice, Cal grew angrier as each hour passed, and we see a. A very similar-looking face here. This is uh, Judge Cox, it shows, oh. is talking to Judge Slocum, yeah. K-O-X, and um, he looks very similar to Judge Schmaltz, but he's not quite as heavy, heavily set, but he has the balding pate on his head. Yeah. And there are Callas in the background uh, with his fist against his head yelling to the yeah. Clegg. Like, like oh. the woe is me pose. Yeah, he's very upset in the background, and he's saying... Where are the he- He's like, he's like, he's like lamenting to a bunch of collect who are like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a crocodile. Where are the happy crowds? Where are the cheering people? They're mourning that train of dread. That's where! And uh, Slocum says to this guy approaching Judge Cox, who has like a clipboard with him, handle him carefully, Judge Cox. He's in a dangerous mood. And Judge Cox approaches, um, and he is looking at crime figures, according to this thing, and he's, he's looking very... Uh, 
very uh, apprehensive to Cal. Now, is this like a printed out piece of paper, or is this like a very, very early sci-fi version of a tablet? I think it looks more like a tablet, honestly. Is this like, because this is, if that's what they think a tablet looks like in the future, that's good sci-fi. That's pretty pretty, fucking spot on. Yeah, we have almost an iPhone tablet here. Yeah, that's... It's pretty cool. You know Uh, how they say, like, sci-fi creates technology and shit like that? Yeah. If... This is, that's really fucking good. I, I think it's pretty cool. And Cal is like turning around away from a bust of himself <laughs> that is oh put up near like a window look, overlooking the city. Yeah. And uh, Judge Cox says to him, Excuse me, Chief Judge. The latest reports, uh, crime is down. And Judge Cal turns outraged <laughs> away from the bust of himself. Who looks calm because it's a bust. Yep. Down! Down, you say? To which he then hurls his own bust through the window of this starscraper, uh, yelling, They dare! Ching! I'll show them my favor by making crime legal, and they oh. dare to ins- I show them my favor by making crime legal, and they dare to insult me by refusing to commit any? And now he's literally leaning out the window, shaking his fist at the city that he rules. You ungrateful pigs! I am your chief judge. I demand that you show me respect. I demand that you love me. <laughs> to which Judge Cox from inside, perhaps they do love you, chief judge. Perhaps they're just, uh, shy. And now we go back inside and Cal is turning around to look at Judge Cox, who's bowing his head submissively with a giant Clegg standing behind him. <laughs> that Clegg is inches behind him, looking hungry <laughs> as fuck. Yep. Um, and, and Judge Cox... Uh, Cal does again does a complete 180, like because he's so easily convinced of everything. Yeah, he just it, it's it's very much like you bipolar. Say, Judge Cal, I think you could just jump out the window and everyone would love you. Whoa! <laughs> Why haven't we tried this yet? Yeah, and he's like, shy. Do you really think so, Judge Cox? Oh yes, Chief Judge. Only a fool could fail to love you. And uh, go ahead for it, PK. Uh. He now is like... He's like now berating Judge Cox. Exactly the word I was going to use. He's like, do you do you love me, Judge Cox? I mean, really love me? Yes, Judge Cal. I I would die for you. Oh, don't. Don't. Why would you, why do, would why, you say that? Why would you go there? You fucking Sign idiot. Sign your own death warrant, you why don't you? fucking moron. And now Judge Cal has got this... Grinch-like kind of uh, sneering. The, the big, yeah, the, the <laughs> oh no, the I caught you face, and he says, "Would you? That's a very generous offer." And now he hands a lawgiver pistol to Judge Cox, saying, "You've made me feel a lot better, Judge Cox. Off you go and do it. There, I'll let you use my gun." But, and he like chastises him as he's walking away. No buts, Judge Cox. Either you love me or you don't. Yes, sir. He looks so fucking defeated. <laughs> he reminds me of what's the what's it's the like, attorney like a, guy from uh from Scrubs? Gross. Ted. Ted, you're am I a sad sack? <laughs> Ted, your pen exploded. Aww. Aww. <laughs> it's very much Ted. My chicken. <laughs> it's very much Ted from from Scrubs. God, Ted, why's your dog at your desk? The dog's smarter. <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, uh, judge, or not judge. Uh, uh, Chief Kelsa. It's fucking like, right, raise your right hand, Baxter. Left hand, Baxter. <laughs> See, speak, and the dog goes, you know, barks. Goes, now, Ted, right hand. That's right, Ted, right hand. Oh! Oh my god! 
I fucking Ted was my favorite part of that show. <laughs> I loved his acapella group, the Worthless Peons. Yeah, I loved. Yeah, I love Ted was the. Ted. Ted was the. He's one of those like the the characters who's come in and steal a scene and then yeah. leave. I, it's the it's the character I love to play in anything, which is like I'm here for thirty seconds. I get a great joke and, and I leave. Remember, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Slow. He is. He's Ted from Scrubs. He really is. He's just walking off. Now, interesting point of, of order I have to mention here. I didn't oh. write this down. Judge Cal gives Judge Cox his, his lawgiver, which is keyed to his palm print, as we know. Now, do is it keyed to each judge's palm print, or can is it keyed to every judge's palm print? It's like a universal key. If you you're know, a judge, you can use every... Because I think they've gone back and forth on this. They really have. We've only seen it used once where... And it happens in the, the 2015 Dread movie. Yeah, it does. Um, and it happens in, in uh, the two thousand no, the 1995 Sylvester Stallone Judge Dread yeah, movie. Yeah, and the 1995 Sylvester Stallone movie, it's ambiguous because it's like, is it he can use this pistol because it's... No, oh, it's not Dreads. No, it's not Dreads. It's just he's a judge. It's just so a judge. So maybe it's coded only to judges. Yeah. But that so would every, be... There's a registry of every judge's handprint. And, and every if you... Have a judge's if it's on the registry, you can just you know use a judge's gun. Well, here's the also the other problem. Everyone wears gloves. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing of like Spider-Man can stick to walls. He's wearing a suit though. Eh, we're not gonna pay attention to that. Um, but Judge Slocum is now looking over at a Judge Addings. I'm adding, and as Slocum is uh, not Slocum Cox in the background just slouching away from Dread and his Clegg uh, from uh, Cal and his Clegg, and uh. Addings is saying to Slocum, Cal knows no limits. We've got to kill him! <laughs> kill him, Slocum! <laughs> or next time it'll be us! We wouldn't stand a chance against those Cleggs guarding him day and night. Now we have a close-up on Slocum. There was only one man strong enough to stand against Cal. Only one man. And we helped murder him! Judge Giant. <laughs> Uh, Dread Shock News, next prog. So. No, no, even worse. Judge. Uh, Schmaltz. Schmaltz. That's what I was thinking of. I knew, I knew we were going immediately. Judge Schmaltz. The, the greatest lawman who ever lived. <laughs> I love Judge Schmaltz so much. So, wrapping up Prog 99, The Day the Law Died, Part 11, The Crash. The Ohio River is mentioned here, which historically... I, I had to do some Googling, which is interesting, as always. It gets me down interesting rabbit holes. Was already known in the late 50s and early 60s as a heavily polluted and stinky river. Yeah. Do you know why? Um, What's Ohio logging. known for? What's Ohio known for? Pittsburgh. Oil. Pittsburgh. Steelers. Steelers. Why? Steel mill. Yes. This was due to the multiple steel companies that dotted the river's bank and poured their contaminations into the river for years. Apparently, at one point in time, the river was so acidic that steel-hulled boats that traversed the river regularly, whose hulls were supposed to last for 20 years, were only lasting for three. That's how acidic it was. While the, while the river has made a comeback due to environmental protection and better pollution regulation, the EPA named the Ohio River as one of the country's most polluted rivers in 2015. So, way to stay topical, 2088. Still wow, a problem. Yeah, shit. We, we've improved. I've always heard things with the Ohio River and, and Lake Erie. I didn't know Lake Erie. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Lake Erie stinks. There's a little throwaway line about it in the, the Lorax. Not the new movie with Dan DeVito, but the old 1970s, 80s cartoon. There's a cartoon of the original Lorax? Oh, dude, that's why I was excited for the movie, because I used to watch this cartoon a lot as a kid. I never, I never I saw any of them. I used to have VHS. I, that is like one... 
that I, I I owned Dr. Seuss books when I was a kid, and that is one I didn't never read or saw. Yeah. I never saw anything of it until the, the Lorax was a big part of my childhood. That's good. The book and the VHS tape. Uh, I was I was a Goosebumps kid, hardcore. Oh, Monster Blood. Uh, the amount of Goosebumps books. I'm pretty sure I read. I mean, there was a section at my local library that was just a shelf, and I just went down the line. Yeah, like I all did the same, of it. I did the same, I, I, and I would buy the ones. Do you remember your first Goosebump book? Uh, I think it was, it was no. I had a really shitty. It was one. the mine was the mask, the famous mask one. Oh my god! Um, it's not mask say cheese. Not say cheese and die. Say cheese and die. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this because what's the Goosebumps, Goosebumps mask book? Because that one got a direct sequel. Because for a while they were getting direct sequels. Uh, the Haunted Mask. The Haunted Mask. That's just all it With is. The big green scary mask. Yep. A very green goblin esque mask. Yeah. I think about it. My first one was The Blob That Ate Everything. <laughs> what a horrible book that was. <laughs> oh, God. Because at the end it turns out that the kids kill the blob and then it, the, the book ends, but then there's another chapter and it's The Blob has written this story about. It's the two blobs are talking about this story that one has written about these two kids fighting a blob. Okay. And they're like, this is a sad ending. We should have the blob eat the kids. Yeah. So it was like, it's not a dream sequence, but it's even worse R.L. Stein was a big fan of those weird twist endings. I definitely I had a book by R.L. Stein that wasn't a Goosebump book where it's like, he's like, he's like uh, there's like this new kid in school and everyone thinks he's a vampire. And he's like, yeah, but it didn't turn out everyone else was a vampire. <laughs> and, and like, teaching the kid, we're like, okay, let's see your fangs. And he's like, I don't have fangs, I'm not a vampire. And then we all pulled out our fangs and then slid neatly over our lips. And I was like, as a kid, this blew my fucking mind. I, as an adult, I realized it's kind of the stupidest thing I've ever fucking read. <laughs> There's a very similar Christmas book to that, The Ghost Next Door. The Ghost, my next door yeah. neighbor ghost, which is where the, you think that the main character is uh, living next to a ghost, but turns out they're dead. It, very uh, Sixth Sense, before Sixth Sense came out. Yeah. Um, I also had like those twist endings that were, you know, I mean, they were good for kids. They were good for kids. I loved them. Anyways, uh, Prog 99. Characters. We have Judge Quincy makes another appearance. Yay, Quincy in his underwear. We get to meet Judge Cox, Adding, and Jennings are introduced as a few of Chief Judge's, uh, Chief Judge Cal's loyalists. Right. Um, again, we don't know why everyone's loyal to him. I but, can't figure out why. I mean, now we know. I mean, now, only now, are like Judge Slocum and his buddy there like, next to him, like, we, we should, should ill K. We should ill K, L K. <laughs> like, what? What? Mean, why? Literally, he probably executed millions of people already. Like, yeah. When he, you draw the line now? Draw the line. Oh, now. Now that, yeah. Now, now that, he told a judge to kill himself. Hmm. I don't know. Oh. What? That's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're not going to stop unless we start hurting the judges. Oh my god, he's hurting the judges. <laughs> it's like, that's, I never that's... thought this would come back. <laughs> well, 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 if it isn't the, the consequences of my well, own actions. actions. <laughs> um, we also get to see Judge Griffin and Judge Schmaltz can be seen in the, in the road liner before the crash, meaning that they at least survived the Clegghound attack. Yeah, but they're um, dead now for sure. I mean, there's no way anyone survived that fucking that crash. fucking um, items technology of note. You bring up a very good point about that iPhone tablet, or that's the tablet that that uh, Judge Cox is carrying. Yeah. Okay. So it's really interesting. A couple of years ago, when tablets were first becoming a big thing, like the iPad was just coming out. My uncle had this. You realize this, it's like twenty years ago, right? Oh my god! <laughs> it's like maybe at least fifteen years ago. When did the iPad first come out? Anyways, uh, go on. Um. Um. Uh. <laughs> 
my uncle had this, he's like, tablets, that's going to be pretty cool technology. I was living in Fint- Fintan at the time, so it had to have been like eight years ago? 2010. So it's 11 years ago. Oh, God. It wasn't it wasn't 15 or 20, but it's 11 years ago. Hurts. That was the first iPhone tablet, or iPad okay. tablet came out. Well, it might not have been, it might have been a little bit, they were, they were just becoming big. Yeah. Uh, you know, we went from the iPhone to the iPad. Yeah. Um, so, you're like, we were talking about tablets, I was like, oh, I have this old, uh, from a convention I used to go to, because he used to work for HP. Oh. And he had, like, this old VHS tape, and, like, it showed, it was from the 80s, and it showed what <laughs> tablets might look like. He's like, with our exciting new tablet technology, and it looked like a fucking... It, Encyclopedia Britannica kind of thing? Kind of. It was like this, it was like a laptop with a big, thick cover, and, like, you open it up, and it's like... <laughs> you had the the stylus at the time. Oh yeah, which was like a, a metal in, a, a metal ballpoint tip pen. Yep. And it's like there were buttons you had to press instead of like a touchscreen touch because they didn't have touchscreen back then. Yeah. It's kind of funny when you go like, back and watch like Star Trek and they have like computer printouts of information. Yeah. It's like, oh, didn't age it well. Was, <laughs> it was just like, wow, this is like the this like this this futuristic technology might come true in the next twenty five years. <laughs> um. Yep. The next thing I want to, we want to go over, terrible slang, made-up words, Judge Dredd one-liners. I really like the line, I weep, I weep for my city. I weep, I weep for my city. It's it's very It very much reminds me of, like, fucking something Roman. Something it, you would say at the fall of Rome. But also, like, it's a really interesting departure from Judge Dredd in the fact that, like, not that long ago, in this case files, he was coming back to Earth saying, like, every one of them a potential criminal. Like... He almost looks at disdain upon the common people. And now he has empathy for them? Yeah. I wonder if we're going to see a more empathic Judge Dredd going forward. Or if it's... I really hope they don't just have, like, the reset button. At, you know, like, the end of the... Status quo? Yeah. I really hope we don't go back to the status quo. I hope... I Same. I hope characters... Uh, I hope there's character development. Agreed. I really hope there is. And I it's hope that there good. are consequences for arming... Putting so many arms putting out there. Putting fucking... Yeah. Uh, like, we judge... Judge grade armor and had, weapons on the streets. Uh, for people, some people had to have gotten out of Mega City One into the the Cursed Earth. Yeah, I really want there to be some. Will we see a more populous Cursed Earth? Yeah, we'll see. Also, we have a They Dare this issue. Of course, you have to get yeah. one in. Um, I demand that you love, love me. me. Like, what a pitiful excuse for a human being. <laughs> He really does remind me in a way of, uh, what's the... He's just a kid who never got any love. But it's the it's the Joaquin Phoenix from Gladiator. That oh, super big asshole. Yeah, the... The, 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 the emperor or whatever The emperor, yeah. Or emperor the emperor's Nero. son. Uh, yeah, he was awful. He was like the worst. <laughs> he's even, he's, I mean, he's not fucking with your sister shit, but it's still pretty darn awful. It's, yeah. That guy didn't execute all his people. Um, and then we have a... I'm not going to repeat all of Judge Cal's poem for Dread, but holy crap, <laughs> is it bad? And it, at least it's like, we're meant to think it's terrible as well. Yeah, you it can is. tell that he's like, winging it, and it's pretty shitty. Oh yeah, he's just, I'm going to make up this as I go, here we go! And, uh... Thanks for perform. No one expected of you, sir. Yeah. You expected of me? <laughs> so, it's so ridiculous. I have to do it! I have to do it! World building. I got some stuff written down. Okay. So, in the Megaverse, trademark, uh, the, o- <laughs> the Ohio River was so polluted that their solution was just to fucking pave that shit over. Just cover it with concrete. Real forward thinking, guys. Like, alright guys, if you can't see it, problem doesn't exist. It's, yeah, well, that's... I mean, we could do environmental protection stuff like that, try and clean it, no, pave it over. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a parody, it's, you know, an it's, Aesop, but... 
it's not too far from the <laughs> It's really it's not. not. The fact that it's still polluted, and this was written in 1979. So it was steel mills dumping their runoff and stuff into the into the river? Yep. For years. God. It's just awful. Because, yeah, because you, you cool steel with water sometimes, and then you just take that fucking oxidized... Uh, uh, Rust-filled water, and yeah, yeah, it's fucking awful. Yeah. Um. Also, Cal initiates the, the fucking, big stink, the big smelly. So <laughs> Cal initiates the fucking purge, and crime actually drops, <laughs> and nothing happens because everyone's supposedly mourning for Judge Dredd. We wind up getting nothing from this interesting premise, like barely mentioned. I mean, I thought maybe like the idea I had was Judge Dredd doesn't like breaking the law. Now, there are no laws, so Judge Dredd can kill Judge Cal. Yeah. Like, that leaves an opening for oh, him, right? Oh, shit. They never talk and never, no. Oh. Never, never addressed. And again, this is, this is 20 years before the purge happened. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. And they just got, they introduced all these cool fucking ideas. And like, <laughs> well, you want to hear about this dinosaur? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear about this. <laughs> want to really hear about this dinosaur? I'm like, oh, God, guys. Um, the cursed Earth? Well, what about flying rats? What about what? What it's about just... Ronald McDonald? It's just so bad. And the Burger Wars? Society outside of, of, of a mega city? Well, what about flying rats? It's so bad. What about this giant dinosaur and his mother? Well, let's learn four issues about that shit. Judge Cal also orders Judge Cox to kill himself to prove that he really loves Cal. <laughs> this is some pretty fucking dark humor. Smiling French. That's what that, that reminds me of the gun. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna kill myself. Very Eeyore kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, this is pretty fucking dark, and I love Cox's reply of, Yes, sir. Like, <laughs> okay, Dad, I'll do it. But if I don't cheer, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> the smiling French. Yeah. I love it. Desmond. Desmond! Desmond! Such a fucking good bit. I love that bit so much. His mom is like, Desmond! Um, that cartoon is weird and good. Also, Judge Adding, uh, who is the guy who was talking to Judge Slocum at the end of the issue. Yeah, Adding is a normal street judge, not a uh, S uh, SJS. SJS member. Judge Adding, despite being loyal to Judge Cal up until this point, is talking of killing Cal to Judge Slocum. Well, he just and saw Judge... Cal say, well, you love me? Kill yourself to prove how much you love me. They've been fighting against judges, though. They've been literally fighting against judges. That's They're true. up in judges on Judge Dredd's side. And Slocum, instead of disagreeing, agrees and says that there's no way to do it safely, seeing as Cal is guarded night and day by Clegg mercenaries. And Slocum, and a few other judges, are now showing that they are not a fan of Judge Cal. Why now? Like, it makes no sense to me. Was it just over the top when he said, we is it told Judge uh, uh, Cox to kill himself? Cox to kill himself? Was that the... Is that the last... Like the... What's it called? The straw that broke the camel's back? I don't know. Why were they loyal before the Clegg arrived? That's my biggest question. Is like, what what did he have over him? I don't it's, know. There's got to be... outnumbered. It's, well, it's the... It's the... It's the... <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a comic book and we're looking really hard yeah. at it, aren't we? Um, also... It is kind of crazy how little we get of Judge Dredd and his resistance this issue. We only None. Get, we get only two lines from Dredd before the crash, and then it's all Judge Cal. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if Dredd has been in a worse position than at the end of this issue. Like, I mean, we had like, him supposed to be dead. In the desert, he's been in a bad position. But even then, it's like he's alive. We don't even know if he's alive at the end of this issue. Yeah. Well, he has been shot through the fucking dome. He has been shot through the head. Uh, and, and Quincy's to blame. 
and he gives love a bad name. Um, I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Um, death count. We see several bodies of deceased judges from the crashed roadliner. Yeah. However, until we get more information, we can't confirm who the bodies were. They look like regular street judges, like not the Tudors. Um, we know that Griffin, uh, Schmaltz, uh, was it Pepper and Kelso, are the main ones we've met. Yeah. Who have been introduced and killed immediately. And along with Giant and Dread, Dread. are in the, the main, like, cockpit, basically. Yeah. Um... Could be any one of those six. I mean, Seven. There's more people than that, though. There's more judges than that. We've seen other judges. There was Judge Cody, I believe, was a member of the Resistance, but we're not sure how many others. We're not sure how many people got on the roadliner and how many... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we can assume, however, that Judge Cox walked off screen and killed himself with a, uh, the, the lawgiver. Yeah, we. Yeah, let's assume that he's dead. Yeah. Uh, Judge Cal said to do it. So, we're going to do it. And he's absolute law. The living law. The living law. And he is watching with his big brother posters. So, PK, is there any... Where do you think we're going from here? I mean, the crash? Like, fuck. I think we're going to have a few episodes of shit getting worse, and then Judge Judge is going to make a magnificent return. And then, and then, finally, fucking hopefully finally, we can actually get to the actual conclusion of this chapter. I'm not saying I want this, cha- I'm not saying I want this storyline to end. Yeah. I'm saying we've been cocktees all over. It's ending! <laughs> I can't imagine being a child, not a child, but reading it back then and it not knowing it's, oh, it's over. It's blue balled every week. It's over. <laughs> it's not over. It's over. It's not over. Like, because yeah. we know now, because it's been cataloged and shit, how many issues we have. Mind you, we're on part 11. Of 20. The, of 20. So I that'd be a long get, time to go without Judge Dredd. Four issues of, uh, and then five issues of, of the of the of the of the fight. Okay, okay. That's my prediction. All right. That's what I would do. Let's see how close you come. Is there anything else you want to say for part twelve, uh, the crash? <laughs> I just or love, part eleven. Sorry. I just love this guy. I just love Judge Cox being compared to Ted so much. He really is. It's perfect <laughs> casting. That's that's what I want to go out on. I just Rest love in it. peace, guy who played Ted, who I, whose name I forget. Oh yeah, he did die he did last pass, year. Yeah, he passed away. I think it was um, cancer, I believe. Yeah. Really Holy sad. shit, I forgot that. He's a really good guy. Um, he was on Cougar Town because that was directed by Bill Lawrence, who did Scrubs and I didn't know that. Spin City. I did not know that either. Oh yeah. Way to bring I bring the podcast up with these references. <laughs> All right, so Bill Lawrence is one of my favorite writers. <laughs> the last the last episode or prog here is. Prague number 101, The Day the Law Died, Part 13. Wow, we just did Prague 100. Yeah, we just wow. passed our 100th Prague. It's not as big as episode 100 should be. You know, they did name the company after a year they never thought the company would exist until. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, who knows? Um, I will say, this Prague here is called, the uh, is called I almost skipped to the wrong Prague, uh, it's part 12, my apologies. And this is 100 right here. This oh, is this one, is 100. This is 100. We end on 100. Okay. So, we're starting right now. Bam. We're gonna go to Prague 100, The Day the Law Died, part 12, Dread Shock News. This Prague was released February 17th, 1979. Script is by John Howard, Wagner, mm-hmm. uh, artist Mike McMahon, and letters by Tom Frame. PK... I'm gonna have. I'm gonna read the narration here because we got a lot of Judge Cow. Yeah, he's, um, he's talking a lot. He's being. He's doing a commercial. It has, but I'll mention that his. There's like three consecutive bubbles here that are like the rounded edges, as though we're looking to an old-fashioned TV screen. Yeah. So rounded corners. This is. I'll say what he's talking about is being broadcast over a television right now. Okay. Yeah. 
In Mega City 1, City of the Future, the insane Chief Judge Cow was making a broadcast to the people. Citizens, I have not been a, I have not been a bad Chief Judge. True, I did, I did execute several million of you, but it could have been more. And as for my alien mercenary, my alien mercenaries, I'm doing it, dude. Take your time. Why? They're not so bad once you get used to their vicious ways. <laughs> uh, the panel zooms in even more, and he's mm-hmm. looking. He like he's looking. He's like like explaining himself. Like he's not droll kind. Yeah, of he's thing. not. Yeah, not his usual intense self. That's true. Uh, sometimes at night. Night. Sometimes at night, voices speak to me. Don't say that <laughs> on live television. <laughs> Uh, voices speak to me, citizens. Voices of the old chief judges who have gone to that great squad room in the sky. <laughs> they say to me, Cal, Cal, you're too lenient with them. You must be tougher. And as always, my heart has cried, mercy. And now Judge Cal's got the snarl going on again. Yeah, now he's flipped, you know, the, the famous 180 because he's insane. Of course. He's famous. But is en- enough is enough. By morning, that traitor dread, you have insulted me. And by... Grud? <laughs> yep. Bing! Glad you that peaked up your antenna there. And by Grud, you're going to suffer for it! And now we have the, the panel cuts away, and we now have hordes of people in the street um, throwing things into fire. And, yeah, there um, looks like a riot. There's, uh, um, I'll have you read the line real quick. Go for it. Uh, from this moment on, laughter. Oh, is this is him. Cal still. From this moment on, laughter is banned. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I just, I blew it. That's uh, okay. Smiling is banned. Con- conversation <laughs> is banned. Happiness is illegal. Keep I declare war on <laughs> peace and happiness. Um, keep going for Judge Cal on the right hand side. Go ahead. Already, fires are burning in every street. Bring out your valuables. Bring out your dearest possessions and destroy them. Any citizen found hiding in any item to cause happiness will be shot! Does that guy have a monkey or is that, that a toy? <laughs> I'm glad that you pointed that out. Is that like PK. a toy monkey or Look at this mo- look what how would you describe this monkey he's holding? Alive. It's got well it's got a little antenna on its head. It's got a tiny antenna coming out of the middle of its forehead, like a unicorn. Yeah. It has a gorilla-esque arm coming off its tiny monkey body. Yes. Um, it's weird looking. I don't know if that's a pet or a toy. I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay, so the guy holding it looks like a, a, a grown man, not yeah. like a child. Yeah, yeah, this is not a child. This is a dude. This is a man burning his toy monkey. Someone's, pet monkey. Someone, a, a toy or a pet, who knows. So someone's like got like a trombone or a, a sousaphone or something. Oh, yeah, it's People a fruit like, horn because it's wrapped around it. Oh, yep, yep. People are carrying like televisions and shit. And they're just burning it in the street. Yeah, so, there's uh, a pile of things that make them. There's a television. Yeah. What I'm assuming they are watching Judge Cal on. Uh, that's a fair point, honestly. I yeah, that's we'll put a pin in this and come back to it because okay. man, that's a lot, right? Yeah, that's just a lot of fucking ways. Conversation waste. is banned. Conversation right. is banned. Laughter and smiling are banned. Okay. Uh, turning the page, we are now with Judge Cal and Judge Slocum in this TV studio with cameras everywhere. Yep, MCTV. What we're used to. Uh, Slocum is saying in the background. Calm down, Chief Judge. Here, let me wipe the saliva from your chin. So he's like just spitting his <laughs> order. I will not calm down! Get away from me, you fool! And now we go to a young couple. Oh, woman with the... big bushy hair, like like 70s, 80s hair. This guy's a big pompadour. Yep, and uh, 
The TV screen behind them has Cal's face snarling on it again. The good times are over, you scum! Dread is dead! I am your chief judge. I demand your respect. I demand your love. And I'll get it if it kills you! To which the uh, young couple are looking kind of dejected and sad at the TV as this uh, happens behind them. I, do you think, is it like a feeling of pity for this nut job? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I get a feeling that like, I don't know. I really don't know what this is doing besides like, you know, being sexy for a second. Because the, the young lady is, is rather voluptuous. Yeah. Um, and scandally clad. Yeah. But it's. I thought she was like, in a state of undress, but I think that's just future clothing. Yeah, it's like futurist clothing. Um. Also, they're like laying in a bed together, kind of. Yeah, on a it's couch. kind of, it's kind of got like a like a pseudo romance being yeah. interrupted, what have you. Um, however, our next panel cuts back to the roadliner that Judge Dredd and his crew are in, of course, yep. plummeting down eight thousand feet towards the city floor. But Cal was wrong on one important fact: in the confusion of battle, no one had noticed that Dredd's roadliner was a Genmo DX3, a new design fitted with a command, a crash-proof command capsule. Of course. Of course. Why Why wouldn't we, right? Um, at, at the moment of impact, airbags inflated inside the cab, cushioning the occupants. And we have like a bunch of... And uh, there are a bunch of bags and pillows yeah, like, surrounding... Yeah, it's like, it's like, a, like one of those weird inflatable rafts filling the room. It's, uh, it's, if you ever, like, what's the, what's, it's like a gag that's always done in, like, older movies where it's like... They pull the cord and the rash comes out and knocks them all backwards. That, or, like, when someone's in a car and they have, like, the fake airbag that just inflates, inflates everywhere. And, and their, like, cabin. face is pressed against the glass kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, we have what looks like Judge Schmaltz, Griffin, and possibly Pepper... Along with Kelso, Giant, and Dread. Yeah, you can see Giant and Dread for sure. They're the one in, yeah. in the, the Judge helmet. And uh, Dread's in the back. Crash bags! <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks. That's gotta be one of the lies. Thank you, Dread. I, uh. Crash bags! <laughs> fucking crash bags! We, I'm right now. You can tell, down. Judge Dread! You, you would think that would be one of the oh, lies. No. I don't have it written down, but I'll write it down. Okay. Uh. Yeah, it's unnecessary, but you know. For those in the unprotected rear of the roadliner, death was instant. And it shows... It shows people falling out the back. They had, yeah. they had injured people back there. Well, remember, we had dead well, bodies on the surface from yeah. these judges. And as that uh, capsule and roadliner crash through the, the concrete, we see the plummeting towards the water but of the big smelly below the, the main city uh, bottom. <laughs> we see, like, bodies and shit like, yeah, behind them. Yeah, falling out the back. Uh, ah, ee! But for those in the command capsule, there was an 88% chance of survival. 88% chance. That's 88. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six people. 88% chance. I, don't, I, I can't do the odds right now, but... I mean, odds are you'll make it. Yeah. Odds are you'll make it. Um, 20 seconds after the impact, the airbags deflated. And we have Judge uh, Dredge Dread like, looking around him. I'm, I'm alive. Anybody else? Giant here, Judge Dredd. Dread switched on the lights. Um, we can see what looks like Judge Schmaltz, his, his balding head. He's, like, laying there very dramatically with his face, like, in a grimace. Yeah. Griffin, Pepper, and Kelso seem okay, but I don't like the look of Judge Schmaltz. Dread, he always looks like that. <laughs> it's not the line. No. What's Giant say? What? Where the heck are we? Seems like we went through the city bottom and out the other side. 
And now the camera like cuts over oh, to like outside they, the they capsule. Over the road. Yeah, I they see. they paved over the the river. The river. Yeah, they're like in the undercity. Yep, they're ba- uh, undercity. Well done. Uh, it is. It, I think I got that even... term from like fucking. Uh, uh, oh God, World what Warcraft. was that? Huh? Well, the Warcraft has undercity. It's oh, where yeah, the forsaken lives. No, I was thinking of of uh, Warhammer. They have the they had like a, a tabletop RPG like Necromunda. We're in the gigantic hive cities that are like gigantic spires. Is this is this Richard near the top? Is this the Skaven I'm thinking about? Like no, in that's, Warhammer? That's Warhammer. I'm thinking Warhammer 40k. Warhammer 40k. They have these giant spire cities that would that you know they were like five on a planet and they held the like mega cities pretty much. Damn. And it was like a tabletop RPG. At the very top they had the very original elite. And it was like it was like it was like a spire. So the the, the, the taller got the the taller guy. Yeah. And the, there was like the bottom city was like, oh, it was like crime and cyberpunk and stuff. And there was the undercity where there were mutants. And, oh wow! And, and like, like chaos worshippers and stuff like that. Interesting. Well, keep that in mind. Actually, put a pin in that. Okay. Um. Also, I've heard of Necromunda before, but I've never like I don't know anything about it. Yeah, my friend uh, Matt. Not Matt that you know, different Matt from high school. Gotcha. He used to have like all these Warhammer uh, tabletop RPG books, and they were it was pretty cool. It was pretty interesting for the lore of the universe. Not, not like because it was like planet size stuff instead of cosmic war size stuff. See, I like what that. you're used to I, when you play a game of Warhammer. Yeah, I like the more intimate storytelling, yeah. down to earth, singular planet kind of stuff. We talked about like the rich families at the top who had a trial, a, r- a ritual where they would send like one of their the head of the family down to the survive at the bottom for a year. Oh, that's oh, that's actually really. I wish we had something like that nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> well, they gave them, like the best equipment and shit like that, but mm. it was like a class you could play or like a yeah. Like, That's interesting. I like that though. That's fun. Yeah, they had to, they had to survive in the undercity. Like, That's kind of the. And shit. That's kind of like doing the thing that I wish Star Wars did more, which they're doing now with Mandalorian, which is they're getting more personal yeah. stories and less galactic spanning conquest kind of stuff. Anyway, back to Judge Dredd. We see the capsule of this uh, of the Roadliner is like floating in this steaming water, and there's like sewage tunnels in the background and mortar brick and stuff. Yeah, and like pillars that I guess hold up the, the pavement. The first person talking here is Judge Giant, yeah. though, so go for it. Kind of dark out there. Maybe we're in hell, JD. It sure smells like it. The smell. Of course! This is the old Ohio River. They called it the Big Smelly. <laughs> we gotta get that back in there, right? They called it the Big Smelly. It got so foul and polluted they had to concrete it over. That's the only option they had, concrete over it? That's, I mean, versus doing any type of, you know, conservation? Yeah. No, 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 not. Do they have, because there's got to be, they don't have that much water. On, That's a fair point, honestly. How the fuck do they get water on the... On the they have to I have mean, purifiers, right? Yeah, they have to have water purifiers. Remember when we were watching the Judge Dredd movie in 1995, which slides to Stallone, they talk about... There's a, an implied shortage of food because they eat recycled food. Yeah. It's good for the environment. And okay, okay for, for you. you. They also, in the 2015 Dread, it's a complete throwaway line. They have, like, six bodies for recycle. Mm-hmm. They say that shit. And it's like, they, that's like a throwaway line, but that has huge implications on, on that universe. And like, this comic is missing anything like that. Yeah. Well, currently. We'll currently, see where it gets to, so right? Far. Um, Up to issue 100. Uh, of the 8,000 there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dredd is trying to open the the hatch on the capsule, but is it appears to be stuck, and he's saying, Drocket, door's jammed. It'll have to be open from the outside. To which Giant replies, Then we've got a long way to wait, baby. Ain't many folks like to take their Sunday stroll along the big smelly. That's 
A fair point, honestly. Yeah, they're... Okay, so, but up ahead, many torches were flickering on the banks of the filthy river. The Underdwellers, like from Futurama. Yeah, the new, new, old New York, right? Yeah, old New York. Old New York with the with the mutants who live down there, right? Yeah. Um, we have a bunch of people. They just look like grisly, unshaven men. Yeah. Um, wearing like rags and such, and, and kind like of torches, pelts. like torches, torches. Yeah. Not like, yeah. No kind of technology. They're wearing fur pelts and yep. leather helmets, and they're all moving what it looks like towards the capsule, which is bobbing along in the water. And one of them says. It's an upsider wreck. Rich pickings, maybe. Food, clothes, lots of things. We'll kill the upsiders and take everything. And we hear now from the inside, uh, it's Judge oh, it's Giant. Oh, Judge Giant, because he says, yeah. Yep. There are lights out there, J.D. Could be people. Hey! That looks like a grappling hook. It Moment is said before disaster. <laughs> it is, in fact, a grappling hook. We can see this crowd of people... I would say like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve dozen or so people. How are they kind of killing the upsiders? They have like guns and shit, and these guys. It have... looks like they have like weapons, but they don't. They have like the the sewer dwellers have like hand to hand weapons. Yeah, they have like clubs and but they and don't torches. know. They don't know what's in there, right? That's true. I mean, well, they're the gonna part, kill the upsiders with. They, they assume there's upsiders in it. Yeah, but they don't really know. We they can't see like through the rich unarmed people. Is what yeah, they're hoping for probably easy pickings, right? Yeah. Um, but they're throwing grappling hooks around and hooking onto the uh, the, the, man, the the front part of the the capsule, and they're yeah. dragging it in. Um, quickly, the command capsule was pulled in uh, into the bank, and we see now that Judge Dredd is looking out the window. And there, these people look. Now we're getting a better look at them. Some of them look kind of wild. Um, some yeah. of them look like fucking like what's the the guy who. What's the, the like the, those wigs that like or the dog? You ever seen the dog that has like the lion's mane where it's like fur all the way around its head? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks kind of like that. It does. Um, Dread like is Akuma from Street Fighter Five. Okay, okay, I can see that. Akuma from Street Fighter Five. They redid the designs. Look, he has like weird lion's mane. Um, Not my favorite redesign. Okay, okay. Um, Dread is looking out through the glass at these people who are like wielding knives and like hammering on the glass. Some strange kind of half humies. Trying to rouse the others, giant. Look, try to rouse the others, giant. Looks like we're in for a scrap. Half humes. Or humies, I'm or not humies. sure. Yeah. Because half human, half humies. Yeah. Um, but suddenly, the the crowd of people are turning around looking down like a, a sewage drainage large pipe. You know, and there's a ways. light coming from down it. Yep. And someone is singing. Um, I want you to pick a voice for this, PK. You can see what's coming. Uh, I can kind of see you. Yeah, go for If you want to go for like a Gus impression, you can. Or whatever you prefer. I'm thinking of that guy from the Goonies. Oh, Sloth. Sloth, yeah. Yes. Here come trouble on the double. Here come Ferg to make you cry. To which uh, one of the... Been on, Fergie! Fergie coming! And now we see, PK, if you want to paint me a picture with words here, I'd love to hear it. We see, he looks like a caveman in yep. a baseball cap yep. with a lantern yep. uh, carrying a baseball bat. Uh-huh. Um, those are flies buzzing around him. Yep. Uh, just like a vest mm-hmm. with just a bunch of cool-ass buttons I'm a little jealous of. He's, Ooh, a little White Sox button. Yep, he's got a White Sox button. He's got buttons covering every inch of this tiny vest, which yeah. doesn't even raise his waist. Yeah, like a little denim vest. Yep. Uh, and jeans. and He looks like a caveman, but yep. with 1980s denim. Yes. And uh, he is saying, as he's holding this lantern up, the uh, coming out of the dark, 
Yes, you betcha when he getcha, Fergie pretty heavy guy. And he laughs. <laughs> and people are scrambling now. Fergie! It's Fergie, run! <laughs> and uh, look how big Fergie is compared oh to this guy. Oh my god, he's twice as tall as that dude. <laughs> he's, so, he's a little hunched over, too. Fergie is like effectively an ogre in D&D. Like yeah. he's like... It's Maybe like 16 feet tall, but like hunched over a lot and still fucking huge. Um, and he is coming out of the tunnel and people are scrambling and screaming and running towards the camera, as it were. Itchy coo. <laughs> and now Fergie like uh, bends over and he's like, I don't know what he's doing. Like scratching his ass or he's something. He's like scratching his butt. I think so. And he says, Dang flies, shoo, shoo. And now, uh. PK, if you want to describe what's going on here real quick. Oh, God. It's the fucking it's the fucking Looney Tunes cartoon thing. Like the fly lands on his nose and he goes cross-eyed. Yep, that's exactly what's happened. Uh, uh, Fergie he's, is, got a, he's got a big missing, a big gap in his mouth that's missing a tooth. Yep, and he's uh, he's looking at his nose, which there's a fly yeah, there's on. Yeah, hmm, Hold it right there, fly. Fergie got big surprise for you. To which he blat smacks himself in the face, square in the face, and the fly, of course, zips off without being touched. Um, and now he turns over and just starts laughing to yeah. the camera. He's just like, yeah, like that didn't phase him. Nope, not at all. Dang, fly tricked me. It too smart for Fergie. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh... Now Fergie, this giant character, moves over to the capsule and starts pulling on the door. Yeah. What we got here, Fergie? He talks like Gollum talking to himself in the third person. <laughs> um, I can't do a Gollum voice for the life of me. But uh, as the door's opening, a pair of feet kick the hatch outward and it sends Fergie flying back with a big, like, exclamation. Yeah. Ah! Um, and Dredd is standing now above him holding a lawgiver pointed at Fergie. There's only one of them. Surrender, you. To which Fergie replies, Fergie, surrender? <laughs> that good one. Fergie, like good joke. Uh, keep going, PK. She <laughs> like rolls around laughing. Yep. Like and he's literally ROFL. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, and now he stands up and he's got like the. He went from like super laughing to like the deadpan eye look as he yeah. points to Judge Dredd in the group. Yeah, like, no humor now. Just stands up completely, like, pointing with his gigantic hands. Yeah. Even on his gigantic body, they look huge. Yeah. He just kind of points at them and he says, Okay, joke over. Now Fergie do bad things to you. <laughs> and so he goes running at Judge Dredd and Judge Giant, bat held aloft, mm. flies buzzing around his head, as he says, Fergie like doing bad things. <laughs> And Judge Giant replies, reaching for his holster, his uh, lawgiver and his uh, his boot holster. Boot holster, yeah. yeah. No way he's gonna surrender, JD. Put a slug in him. To which Judge Dread uh, replies, No, Giant. If we kill him without good reason, we sink to Cal's level. So I'll take him with my fists, or not at all. And uh, Dread is what? Yeah, Dread is gonna is now facing down Fergie with Fergie holding up his baseball bat as Fergie replies. Now Fergie, play ball. <laughs> Next prog, the law and the loony. Dread, <laughs> of all the times to suddenly say, we're no. not, we're no better than him. <laughs> you have pulled a gun on. The, without the smallest hesitation. I am so happy that you also. But up right on this. now, <laughs> right now, so from 
You have an attacker what? running at you. You have yeah. a man, a giant man, running at you, what about to kill you, and now you decide? It's almost like his entire system, his entire personnel is based on whatever writer is writing at the time. It really kind of is. So, let's go over this in retrospect, shall we? Settings and places, we're still on the banks of the Ohio River, known as the Big Smelly beneath the city bottom. Yes. Characters. Oh boy, do we get a character. This is Fergie, depicted as a giant hunched ogre-like individual. Fergie is shown wearing a too small vest covered in buttons, which include, I don't know how clear if you looked at these, there is a button with the face of Spider-Man on it. There is a button with a Superman S on it. I saw a 7-Up one. There's a button that reads 7-Up. There's a button that reads Touchdown. There's a button that reads I Am 7. There's a button that oh. reads Coke. Um, and we don't know yet what causes him to be the way he is. There's a Spider-Man button. There is a Spider-Man button, yeah. Um, it's very, like, Oh, there's Mickey Mouse, I think? Yep, there's a, there's, there's a lot. It's covered in buttons. And yeah. we see loads of them, right? I'm not sure what all of them are, but we see a few more coming up here soon. Um, but we know that Furry currently has some kind of mental disability or has been affected by the pollution. Yeah, the pollution, the radiation. Slash radiation while living underground. Because, you know, radiation makes things big. That's what we know. Radiation, science. Science. It's giant... Giant praying mantis, right? Um, that's that's what radiation does. Um, it's 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 the 70s quantum energy. Yeah. Um, or our, our quantum, quantum energy. science. Quantum science. Items and technology of note: the Genmo DX3 Roadliner was a newly designed vehicle fitted with a crash-proof command capsule, which offers an 88 percent chance of survival. This is literally like shark repellent. Like this is like yeah, this is the bat shark repellent. <laughs> Reach into my belt, old, my belt, old chum. I can't believe or... they brought back that joke for Lego Batman, and it actually worked because they used it on Great White. Yeah, that was so. That movie's way better than it needs to be. That Lego Batman is is better than it has any right to be. Yeah, it's. I think all the Lego movies have been. Yeah, so far. I went. I saw the first one. I was like, eh, it's gonna be a Lego movie. I'm not. It's gonna be a kids movie, but then it was really good. Like, Chris was... Pratt was there. Yeah, it's just really fucking and. Also, I didn't know, I learned this. Uh, there's a part in the beginning where Morgan Freeman, because Morgan Freeman uh, is, plays Vitruvius. Yeah. Um, the master builder. There's a part in the beginning where they're doing like the, uh, the not the, the prologue where he's like giving the Lord of the Rings speech kind of yeah. thing. And, he, and he's, he just like, the character looks into the camera and goes, all right, you better write all that down because I'm not going to remember any of it. Let's go. <laughs> and it turns out that is Morgan Freeman ab-libbing because... They had, like, just given him all this stuff to read, and he's like, I gotta write all that down because I don't know what it's gonna be. Let's go. <laughs> it's super funny, and it made it into the cut. It was so wow. funny. Um, terrible slang, made-up words, Judge Dread one-liners. Upsiders, slang for people who live on the surface. Sorry. Um, no problem. We have half-humies, devolved people who have been living in the sewers below Mega City 1. Mutants. Specifically uh, near the Ohio River or Big but Smelly. But they have a different term for mutants. Maybe they're, like... Less mutants than mutants? I bring that up and oh. when we go to world building. World building. Um, another one, a line I like from Fergie is, okay, joke over. Now Fergie do bad things to you. I do like that. That's, that's, <laughs> that just shows that he's like, oh, I'm, I'm a weird, happy dude. Yeah. But I'm also incredibly violent. <laughs> it's like, this is Mike Tyson. He could kill us at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you referenced that. I love that line. I love that that's episode. I love that show. That's a good, that's a good line. Sometimes we forget that's Mike fucking Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> he could kill us. Um, we also get a by grud here, yeah. which is used for what I believe is the second time in the series so far. Grud is a replacement for what seems to be God, 
But I wonder if there's any, like, canonical differences in the universe for this change from Grud to God. And religion has been almost entirely absent from the comics. Sure, we so haven't far. heard anything about religion. So we've seen some pseudo religious pseudo religious behavior. Yeah, but we've never Especially seen that guy out in the Badlands. That one guy who was like, the, "I'm the, ju- the the judge bringer, the law bringer." He was called the law the law, law giver, giver because that's why it's also the same name as the pistol. Yeah, confused all the time. It was one of those. I want to like, know more about that guy. I mean, he had like a judge's staff, right? He did was he? Uh, I mean, I we t- we know that the long walk is a thing. We know that, but it's not been introduced it's, in the comic. It yet. hasn't been. That yet. might be like some retroactive con- or retcon. But it's also interesting that if they do that, how early that was foreshadowed, right? Yeah. Um, I want to also say another. It's either good arc building or good uh, retconning or good good fucking foreshadowing. I really appreciate that. Another thing that I'll, another line I love here is Cal's. I demand your respect. I demand your love, and I'll. I'll get it if it kills you. Yeah. Like, damn, dude. I know, like, he's an insane madman, but this I'm is... just a little twang of pity for the little the dude. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad, but it's also, like, he just wants approval. Yeah, he just wants doing, people to like him. But and... he's, like, doing the complete opposite of whatever he could do to make people like him. And I'm sure that's a trope somewhere, the, 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 the villain tyrant who's like, I just want him to be loved, but... I'm insane. I don't know what love is. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what love is. Um, uh, another line from Fergie I like is, Dang, Fly tried to trick me. It too smart for Fergie. <laughs> Smacks himself right in the face. You're gonna, that's a, that's a gonna be a comeback line. We're gonna see that line come back a couple times. Of course. And also, your line, your favorite, Crash Bags! For no reason. <laughs> no reason. Just, Judge Dredd, just point out the obvious, people. <laughs> Watch that thing you do. That thing you do when something like happens, you're like, look out for that. <laughs> look out, Mantis! <laughs> After like it already hit yeah! in the face. Yeah. I love that shit. Look out! <laughs> so good. Like we'll be playing Monster Hunter and you'll be like, look out for it. Like, get oh hit by my god. Tiger can go flying. Monster like, Hunter. Look out for this tail sweep. <laughs> <laughs> like you're already like getting up and healing from yeah. the thing, and I'm like, PK, look out for that. I love that Every joke. Every time. Every time. Um also world building. Oh no, monsters. We see a citizen carrying what appears to be a monkey with an antenna protruding from its head? That could be a toy. That could be a pet with a weird implant. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. It man. could be a robot that's got the skin of a monkey. We have no fucking clue. Yeah. But I had to bring it up. World building, though. Judge Cal is now talking about hearing the disembodied voices of, of previous, previous judge. chief, chief judges. Is it like seeing like the fucking Mufasa on the sky? Or? <laughs> Here's the question, though. Does this, this, I mean, this does the job of making him sound even more crazy. Yeah. And even... He, he comes on TV and submits that. Yeah, he says it to the general populace, a hundred million people, right? I've been hearing voices. But it brings up the question that I have, how many chief judges have there been? The We know the judge system was around before the Atomic War. Yeah. But there couldn't have been that many judges in the last 30 years since the Atomic Wars happened. I know the answer to this because I did some digging on the side. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Judge Saul Goodman is the second chief judge. J- judge Goodman? Yeah. He's the second chief judge? Fargo than Goodman. Really? Mm-hmm. How did you know this? How did you figure I this out? I was just doing some research one day trying to figure out when the stuff that I knew was happening was going to happen. And I started reading all these these story arcs, and I read there's a flashback. Huh. There's a whole flashback stuff. Interesting. So, I'm pretty sure that's what I read. 
I wonder if that does that specify like this is before the atomic war but I guess chief judge wouldn't have been a thing while bad Bob Booth was still in uh, there in, was a chief judge and it was it was Goodman oh wow. no it was oh, no uh, it was uh, Fargo Fargo who you know the genetic, genetic that you know yeah yeah we that we haven't gotten to that yet um, but I find that really interesting I'm curious like does if that's been even thought about yet, as far as how many chief judges there have been in the past. Because I was reading about all of the chief justices, and they're, they're spoiler alert, they're going to be a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, usually the way easiest way to upset the status quo is and, kill the, the police chief. Yeah, or or the, the president, you know. Yeah. Um, also, one they thing... Form, is, I'm not even kidding, but I look forward to this, because it's what you do to me all the time when you say, next week, hey. this is going to be a bearded lady. As... Chief Justice. You know, I've been thinking about doing this, about stopping this podcast. <laughs> the one time I do it to you! I, I really feel like we've maybe, we've jumped the shark maybe 30 episodes ago. Um, and that's something to all our viewers who know what's coming up. I know about the bearded lady. The bearded lady. Yeah. I don't know about the bearded lady, and I have a she's, feeling... She's not a throwaway joke character. She's just a, a lady with a little a beard who's a very serious, important character. The beard is not the central point of her character. Okay, it's not like the minestrone of Maria. Like <laughs> no. that's her only character no, trait. No, it's a, it's 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 just a weird little thing. It's like kind of touch. I'm like, oh yeah, she has a weird mutation. She has a, a little goatee. That is that it's, is so odd. It is so weird. That's why it stuck with me. <laughs> I I mean that's fair. Um, I'm gonna move past the bearded lady. Yes. I never thought I'd have to say those words out loud. Um, <laughs> bye. By word of Chief Judge Cal, laughter, smiling, conversation, and happiness are now illegal. And he orders everyone to bring out any possession that may cause happiness into the street and burn them, which people actually do upon... And he implies that he will search people's homes for... Yeah. And it's like, you'll be shot if we find anything that could cause happiness. How do you determine what, what sparks happiness? That's a really good question. And my thought is to this, boy... I'd be okay with this because I have depression. <laughs> it's like, oh. hey, nothing makes me happy. Oh. You can't take anything from me. No, I just, I just was like, dude, that's fucked. And no, I, dude, I, you know, I, I, the depression is why I have things that make me happy because if I don't do those things every second of the day, <laughs> I spiral downward. Exactly. What is there except for distracting yourself from the unending the horror that is life? Um, you ever hear that joke that I think it was? Uh, if I play Cyberpunk, I don't hear the screaming. <laughs> what's the What's the the guy's name? The really funny guy who plays BoJack Horseman, who voices BoJack Horseman. Oh shit! I know who you're talking about. Um, fucking Ninja Turtles and fucking fucking Ninja well, Turtles. He's in the live action Ninja Turtles. He's in the live action Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, from fucking you know, um, Arrested Development. What? He's the he's like the guy from Arrested Development. That's where I first knew him from. I don't I don't have Joe from Arrested Development. Joe from Arrested Development. Job. Job. I I've never watched Arrested Development. Oh, I dude. didn't know. It's what is this guy's name though? What is this actor's name? Um. Ah, uh, fuck. I this is gonna kill me. I have to Google it. Yeah, I know. It's bothering um, me too. It's not Will Arnett, is it? It yeah, is Will it Arnett. Is Will it's Arnett. not Will Arnett. Okay, I thought it was someone else. It's Will Arnett. It's not Will Arnett. It's not. It's or it's not. It's yeah. It's not Will oh, Arnett. Oh, you're not thinking of Will Arnett. No, I'm thinking of a Will really Arnett is in BoJack Horseman. Oh. He's the guy I was thinking of. Moth. He is BoJack Horseman. Okay, uh, I did not know that. He's really talented. I'm thinking of Norm Macdonald. Oh shit! I love him. He tells him. the the moth joke that goes on forever to <laughs> about like staring into the horrible void. void and yeah, shit. yeah. To that's Conan. Norm. Mac 
That's yeah. the bit I was thinking about. Yeah. I love that bit uh, so much. Norm Macdonald's one of the most underrated funniest people I've ever heard. He's also he... fucking savage. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> there was an interview. I saw an interview with him from like 19... 19- Our friend Jordan showed it to me. To, uh, to me. I think I know what you're going to go uh, for. Like, it was like from some guy from... Some lady from 90210. And she had quit to be on uh, Carrot Top's movie. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Who's going to watch Carrot Top's fucking movie? It's called Chairman of the Board. Make something funny out of that, you freak. <laughs> Is it board spelled B O R E D? Like fucking genius. He's just like talking about like, how he hates the 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 nano two one zero fans. He's like all these fat fucking assholes outside the diner taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like ah. <laughs> I just love it. Like that. He's <laughs> just you quit nine zero two one zero to be on Carrot Top's <laughs> movie. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> why, why don't you just call it career suicide? Um, it's so board good. spelled B-O-R-E-D? Nope. Yeah, that's a great joke. Yeah, he is fucking insane and I love him. I th- always thought that was, I always thought that he voiced po- Bojack Horseman, but I guess not. My no, bad. that's Will Arnett. Um, I also have to mention, back to world building Judge Dredd. Not sans bearded lady. Um, <laughs> Judge Dredd confirms that Griffin, Pepper, and Kelso have all survived the crash, but Judge Schmaltz doesn't look too well. He's alive, but in... Dire straits. Yeah. And they're in a bad place to find a medical facility. Yeah. Because they're in mutant land. And also in, like, polluted sewers yeah. where infection's going to spread like crazy. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Don't know open wounds. You're just... Ugh. Bad idea. The people the living... Big in... smelly. Oh, God. So here's my question for you. We, you brought this up earlier, and I appreciate this. The people living underground harkens back to Slick Willy, Prime Cat of the, the Trongies, in issues Ow! 34 and 35... My question is, are these people something similar, even if they don't look quite as mutated? Yeah, they look like... Because the Trogies look pretty fucked up. Yeah, they look zombified. They look... They they, look they, some of them were missing noses. They straight up look like zombies, and, and like, they had like pustules everywhere. Yeah. These people just look like, I mean, people you'd find out in the Cursed Earth, effectively. Yeah, so is it like a lesser degree of mutation? Does that mean under Mega City 1 is worse than the... Is worse polluted than the Big Smelly? I, that's a fair question, actually. I hold on to that for next time in the podcast, um, because we're going to have to go over some of that shit, all right? Okay. Um, I just like these little hints of world building, because then they let, us, they let us snowball and go off into like, own way. What does this mean? And then we find out we're way wrong. Uh, yeah, we're not even close. Um, <laughs> also, Judge Dredd claims he can't shoot Fergie without probable cause despite Fergie coming at them with a giant baseball bat. He is attacking you. This is a pretty contrived reason to get Dredd and Fergie to battle hand-to-hand. Yeah, this is this is the... Like, we have seen him... the fist fight. We've seen him shoot people for far less. He, like, stealing. He arrested a guy for committing suicide. Trying to commit suicide. Trying to commit suicide. Sentenced him for, like, five years on a penal colony, yeah. yeah. Um, it was fuck, fucked up. I don't know, uh... Why we have to have them? It's a contrived way to get the, the fist fight they want in this yeah. is, the next issue. It very much feels like that. It, yeah, it feels a um, little forced. Also, this is an important one. Death count. Right off the bat, Cal confirms that he has executed, just executed, several million citizens from Mega City 1. This is the highest number of deaths. That brings this death total well this into first place. The, well, this is the thing we've been talking about, the slippery graph. Um, the Ahead of the oxygen board issue, which in which 53,000 people on Luna 1 were killed. Yes. The death toll has to be even more than what Cal confirms, though, due to the forced labor of building the concrete curtain surrounding Mega City 1. Fuck, you're right. So who knows what the end result may be, 
And we still have eight parts to go in this arc. So there's wow. like a shitload of shit shit to happen still. So yeah, I was just like, that's several million people died just from the executions where he ordered everyone to be executed and then, then stopped because of Judge Fish. Oh, Judge Fish, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what to expect, honestly. Yeah, I don't know where this is going. I uh, there, It's another retreat, regroup, attack again. Retreat, regroup, attack again. But now we're down to like five people. Yeah, now we're down to five people. Like, there's nothing left of the resistance. There's only the only thing I can think of is 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 his own people. Or Judge Kyle goes so far that his own forces rebel against him. We've we've had had shades of that. Judge Slocum and I think it was Judge was it Ada? What was his name? Uh, or maybe he gets the mutants on adding. his side. The half mute, the half humes. Oh, maybe he leads like a, a a revolution out of the sewers. Yeah, man. Any troops where you can find them. I could see that. I could like, see I'll that. It's like, I'll promise you uh, places to live above ground, not at the Big Smelly. Oh. I mean, maybe they think the curse of Earth would be safer. Who knows? Or maybe um, let them live in Mega City 1. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know? Give them With their uh, own... With the fucking ape... Just give them their own sectors. Yeah. Their own... Se- oh, my God. They could live in the ape gang neighborhood. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking the ape gang. Joe Bananas. Fast Eek. Don Aguiaplino. Don Aguiaplino and his mom... Lisa Plino. Mama Plino. Mama Plino. God damn it, I love that. Okay. <laughs> Never in a million years when I thought, oh, we'd all judge dread, and I think, oh, there's a there's a crime to get run by some apes. You know what the sad part is? I know for a fact that Don Uggie Plino is a reoccurring character. <sighs> He's actually gonna come back at some point in time. Which is insane. I I had skin with that new from Judge Dread from like just plays like, oh I know there's gonna be like mean machine, angel gang. Uh, the the few, the judge the the cursed child. I don't know. I don't know. Judge death. The, judge death. Yeah. Uh, the the the, the night sisters. Like, the witches. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm waiting for all this to show up. I'm like, it's like Don Ugly Aplino. That's pretty bad. And I said, what the fuck am I reading? It's fucking weird. Do you have anything else you want to talk about for this time uh, or this episode? Uh, this Prague, oh, Prague 100. Yeah. Of uh, the day the law died, part 12, Dreadshock News. I yeah, I just I I don't know where this story is going. It feels like it could have ended several times already. Yeah, it's it keeps like oh, oh. it keeps doing that. But yeah, we'll see where it goes. So yeah, I don't know where we're going next. PK, are you ready for? your preview for next time which is going to happen like shortly after we're done recording this podcast a bearded lady uh, a bearded lady um re- ready for this yes okay here we go next time on the dreadful cyberpunk cast how can dread fight back against the entire order of judges with only five remaining resistance members will he have to appoint fergie to be an honorary judge no, no. will he finally learn why all the judges of mega city one are loyal to judge cal there's a reason and it's what not just i guess we're following this guy now and what has walter the wobot been up to this whole time let's spend some time to find out next time on the dreadful cyberpunk cast my name is Andy. And I'm PK. And this has been a very dreadful recording coming to you from... The, the Distant, Distant Present! Present.